Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. It has been a, it's been a day, it's been a week, it's been a month, it's been something. I'm getting punished for my uh, additional, uh, I don't know, travels, etc. things that I've done, things that I'm, I'm, I'm getting my comeuppance and it's happening. Uh, let me, I, I literally, so I think I told you this yesterday, now uh, Muska here in the studio on a Friday afternoon. Um, Dad, how are you, by the way? Uh, I'm I'm well, and Eddie, I, I just can't think of a better thing to do on a Friday. After your 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 mic, you got your mic. Yeah, believe it or not, Let's just just unplug it and then replug that bad boy in there. There we go. Hello, 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 hello. 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 There you are. Now you're back. Here. Uh, Eddie, I was just, uh, I, I sympathize after, I, I just, I, I know that I'm speaking for the listeners when I say after a very stressful full week, nothing relaxes people more than an Española police blotter. <laughs> okay. All right. I think uh, that's an order today. I'm, I'm totally good with that. Um, I've been working my ass off today. Uh, I've been trying to fix what I don't understand. Uh, we are getting a brand new computer for the automation, just as everything else was totally perfect. And everything's going great. The we, we get a power surge last week because they're building this this bridge across the across the way. So my automation for the entire radio station, like after everything is literally perfect, blows up. Yeah, blows up. And I am rebuilding. And that that's not the problem. The problem is is tech support will not talk to you unless you have paid for the license. I'm like, well, yeah, I bought the radio station. Yeah, I got a license for the software. No problem. Here's a purchase agreement. Uh, and they're like asking me for a dongle. I'm like, uh, I don't know what that is, but uh, I'm sure I have it. Let me look for it. What does it look like? And uh, I said, nope, I don't have a dongle, whatever that is. They said, well, if you don't have a dongle, you don't have the software. So I'm like, I bought the radio station, and then I go to look at the help and the bout and the registration and all that kind of stuff. And and thank you, sir. Appreciate that. We got oh, cheers, cheers. We got uh, Jim. Jim's trim, Jim's trying to warm me up over here. Poor Jim. He's he's Jim. Jim's not uh, you know Jim Hammond, host of uh, Spirits of New Mexico. So <clears throat> anyway, I go to help. I go to look at the about section. Remember, I'm my own engineer. I'm own everything, right? So I go to the about section. And it says blah 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 company on the web register. I go to look at the register. It's like it's totally blank. Well, I've never had any problems because I'm a guy who doesn't touch things. I just sort of like let it sit there. I don't touch it. Like if it's broke, if it's if it's not broken, it just sits and I don't move it. And I'm so incredibly fastidious and careful and OCD, like. You would understand that I know where everything is at all time if you were around me for a day. You think like, oh, everything around Eddie is a mess. Like, no, 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 it's perfectly organized. And he knows exactly where everything is. So I go and I look and I click on the help and I look at the registration. It's like, it's blank. And so, you know, I'm talking to tech support. I'm like, it's blank. I don't have, I don't have what you're asking me for. 
I don't have a serial number. I don't have a registration code. I don't have any of these types of things. So I'm like, oh, okay. So she said, you could just pay for the upgrade. I said, well, I haven't had it for this long. I said, okay, I'll pay for the upgrade. It's fine. So, you know, $1,299 later, I pay for the upgrade. And I'm like, uh, ouch. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So figure I'll get a hold of tech support. That was yesterday. Like things are going to go well. So here I am having to monitor the station, like literally run it like levers and pulleys and watch things move from place to place. And I'm kind of like, wow, this is too much. Okay. So I get up this morning and I look at it and we have a full day of recording. Like all day, we have our brand new show. We have Casey Peterson, a brand new show, the Freedom's Family uh, uh, show. Um, we have, uh, you know, Dinah's now come back on. She's off the cuff. She has her show. And then all the rest of our other shows are coming on. So in the midst of that, I'm trying to like navigate, like getting the tech support. So I call in, I have by 11 o'clock and got no you know, calls back from tech support. So I'm running the station at the same time that I'm recording that I'm doing, you know, receiving people and everything else. Meanwhile, the radio station that somehow of all the places in this entire city of Albuquerque decided to move right next door to my station. And then he tells me, if you didn't take that space, I would have taken that space next to you. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> why, why does everybody feel like they just feel a need to challenge me? So I was like, okay, that's fine. And, and that didn't, that didn't go unnoticed. I'm like, okay. So 11 o'clock, no, no tech support. Oh, then I got a call from tech support. Tech support tells me, you're going to have to buy the full version, including the upgrade. I'm like, wow. Thanks. All right. So uh, here we go. $1,999 later, plus an additional $300 in taxes and $150 for SNH, sh shipping and handling really, but there's no shipping and handling. It's just something that they charge so that they can go ahead and, you know, access whatever you need. So I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and get this done. We'll be fixed up in a jiffy. I'm not going to think about it. I just know it's going to be done. No. I get the download about 45 minutes ago. It tells me you need to be running Windows 10 or greater. Of course. You need to Windows 10 or greater to go ahead and run the software. I'm like, my gosh. So not only do I not have this software, by the way, they're on to the guy that sold me this stuff. And they're like, oh, well, well, we're going to go and find him. And uh, I can't believe you didn't have this stuff registered and this is there. Plus, you had to buy a full version. Plus, on top of that, you had the other version. Remember all the other things with the radio station. I and mean, I'm, I'm kind of handling it. So I look at this and I say, okay, well, I finally got the version. So then I call my other, the guy that actually does all that. I said, I, I got to basically upgrade my entire radio station, radio board, radio everything. This is what we've done in the last seven months. And there you go. Boom shakalaka. Uh, I'm getting a new computer as of Monday with Windows 10 just so I could install the brand new scheduling stuff for all of our you know, listeners, our advertisers, and everything will be up and running. So there you go. All that blew up because of a power surge of P&M. Power surge came through, and that's what I've been working on. Not a fun day. Not a fun day after, uh, I guess, the computer. The computers are pretty cheap nowadays. I don't know if you know this, but you can get a computer for like 900 bucks. I got this one for a little bit over over 1000 with all the uh, things that I needed. I did not get the monitor get all that, but I just want to make sure it's robust and it's a blade so I could stick it in the rack so I could put it right in there. So 
There you go, folks. That's where I am at, and that's the day that it's been. It's been the week. It's been the month. Got to be the election, so um, that's why you were hearing those blips. I kept testing the station while I'm here. I'm like, well, you're gonna. I got. I got to hit the space bar and test that serial port and that serial port. The the good and the bad is the good is I got the least half of it working for right now. Um, the bad is it's not 100% working, but the good is all of our commercials are, you know, running and they're all in there, etc., etc. There you go. All right, 550, 5500. Uh, good show yesterday. I got compliments from my mother of all people on yesterday's show. Um, I want to remind everybody, you know, this week has been a kind of an informal week. I haven't been, you know, soapboxing or anything like that. We've just been sort of working through some of the stuff. Dal's been sending me a flurry of articles. Uh, I know those of you on Rock of Talk Chat have been getting on me. We need to get our shows out. Natalie will now be taking those duties because I will never get around to getting that on top of everything else. So Natalie uh, and Jaybird are going to be handling all the uploads. Oh, great, great. Yeah, so that'll be a big, huge help to uh, D. Dowd Muska uh, so that he has all that stuff and that's up and running and We'll have Jeez, now I gotta live every night with the, with the two of them breathing down my neck. You know, where are the uh, notes? Where no, are the no notes? Where breathing. are the notes? <laughs> no one's breathing down anybody. <laughs> uh, so the Espanola police blotter. I do have an interview for hour three. Some land commissioner guy or something. Yeah, they called me. Joshua James, the constitutionalist, the sheriff guy. I think he placed third and fourth or fourth and fifth. I forget how many people were running for. Uh, for sheriff, but um, there you go. So they'll be coming in hour three. So that's that's exciting. Oh my gosh, Teddy, having a business such a large expense and a lot of headaches. So glad you can work through work for yourself, though. Yes, well, I gotta gotta do it myself. No, there are advantages with with the liabilities. <laughs> there yeah, are. What are you gonna do that? Let's see. Uh, Dinah's hilarious poet. You two have broadcasting synergy. I learned today that multi-billion-dollar companies oftentimes have reprehensible buying practices firsthand. I'm not sure what that's about. So there you go. Okay. Um, Speaking of CEOs of companies, uh, Dowd, I sent you a flurry of text. Oh, uh, apparently Jeff Candelaria. Wait, you know what? <clears throat> Straight talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. Uh, with Jeffrey Candelaria featuring uh, Jeffrey Candelaria. Produced by Jeff Jeffrey Candelaria. Like to mention right now, he just gave me a live text just now. Jeffrey Candelaria of Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria uh, wanted me to please mention Straight Talk moving to Saturdays. 9 to 10 a.m. with uh, Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. How, how okay. like that? Good to know. Good to know. All right. Just want to be sure. <laughs> that is true. Jeff's a good guy. I like him. Um, I think I counted. Uh, he only uh, plugged his own show on his own show, I think, 15 times today. He's he's reducing slightly, a little bit, little bit by little bit. But, and he did talk about art as well today. So that was very interesting. So he runs a good show. He runs a tight ship. You got to re be responsive to Jeffrey. He's a. Uh, Kind of um, uh, okay, so Virgin Galactic. Doubt I sent you a flurry of texts on that. So, yes, not sure if you were able to investigate uh, any and all of that, but I believe that the uh, head cheese, the the main dude, is uh, is he really gone? I didn't I didn't even get a chance to read these articles. Is he resigning from Virgin Galactic? 
Yeah, uh, he he was uh, he goes back, I guess, all the way to 1997. He's been one of Richard Branson's top guys for the Virgin Group, uh, and he is was speaking Wednesday about his career under Branson's wing. Uh, let's see, he joined Virgin Rail in '97, and then became co-chair of Virgin Trains, and then chair of Virgin Galactic. Uh, he previously led Virgin Space Units to their SPAC-assisted IPOs. That was the uh, Virgin Galactic went public, Virgin Orbit went public last month. He left Virgin to join a space tech investment firm. Uh, more and more people. I, I, I have a list, Eddie, of uh, you're not going to believe this, but I have been spending the last, I've been spending the last probably eight months searching my files on all my Branson and Spaceport America material to put in one form so I can think about it, uh, uh, so I can concentrate on it. And I'm compiling the number of executives who are no longer with uh, Virgin Galactic, uh, and I'm going to be contacting them moving forward about, you know, now that you've, maybe your your non-disclosure agreement is over, you know, why why did you desert the ship? Uh, and it looks like another one of uh, Virgin, uh, Branson's top people uh, is going over to this space investment firm that is not part of the Virgin Group. That was announced earlier this week. So I guess not huge news, but um, another, another little uh, rodent getting off the Getting on, jump, jumping off the deck and going to uh, dry land, hopefully where there's a lot of nice things to eat. Uh, no, no, no longer part of uh, Branson's uh, Branson's boondoggle. I was also Eddie. Tomorrow will be 11 months exactly from Branson's flight. I am preparing a one-year anniversary oh, uh, July 11th uh, analysis for RockOfTalk.chat, and I'm going to look back at all the things that were said by Las Cruces area business leaders by New Mexico elected officials and by very, very stupid reporters about how the future is now in New Mexico and we've got a whole year and nothing's happened. I did talk to Rebecca Dow. Uh, ah. uh, yeah. She uh, basically stated that she wanted to invite me uh, down to Southern New Mexico to go ahead and, and do a tour. And then, <laughs> then she said, how about I also invite Paul guessing? And I'm like, <laughs> You're gonna love this. I'm like, I'm like, uh, Paul guessing. Like, why do I want to go there? I said, I'm gonna take Dowd with me. Dowd is going down with me for a personal tour, uh, to go look at uh, Spaceport America. So, uh, there you are, Dowd. I, I got us our little field trip. She will not be accommodating us, it will be us, uh, you and I solo, um, uh, down there for a uh, day trip down to. Virgin Galactic. And, uh, don't, uh, don't forget, folks, uh, we are still awaiting the rescheduling of the open house that was canceled oh, a few yeah. days a few days after Eddie Aragon said he would be live streaming from that event down in Sierra <laughs> County. And then uh, there was some high winds that day, so they canceled the yeah. whole open house. High winds. Yeah. yeah uh, even though the majority of the people attending were going to be driving. Yes, some people were going to be flying in, but the vast majority of people were going to be flying. They canceled the entire event just about 72 hours after yeah. Eddie Aragon said he was going to be live streaming. I, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, no, no announcement on when the open house for 2022 has been rescheduled. I've seen nothing on that. <clears throat> I'm drinking some spine drift sparkling water brought by. Nice. Amazon. Nice. I don't know what this Okay, so um, so not Richard Branson. Richard Branson is not leaving. He's still no. with the, he's still with the ship, huh? <laughs> a minority owner. <laughs> Patrick McCall is the one who has left. Yes. Uh, Rebecca Dow actually sent out an email today saying uh, congratulations to Mark Ronchetti. Wow! Wow! And did you? And I I mentioned yesterday Jay Block. You know, 
trying to kiss Ron Ketty's ass. Uh, yep. Oh, we, take it back, Mark. We need this, baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was like lambasting his uh, political. I haven't seen the Ethel Maharge, uh yeah. you know, endorsement yet. Well, well she runs be, a pretty tight PR shop. We should we should be getting that message anytime. Will that be anytime in soon. Will she be will she be communicating that in Spanish? I would like to know that. Uh, Ethel, will you be she can remember she can speak to hundred percent of New Mexico. That's the edge she has. What do, what do I bring to the gubernatorial race? I bring the fact that I can speak to everybody. Because apparently there's people who don't speak English in the state of New Mexico. Apparently. I always thought of English should be the official language of the state of New Mexico as well as the rest of the country. Um, but hey, well, call me crazy. Call me crazy. We didn't want to do that. And now look at look at look at where our country is. Look at where our state is. So um, we'll get to that. So the Española blotter, uh, Dowd, you had a, a great story uh, talking about um, Stephen Michael Quesada. Hey, Gomi. What's going on? How come? You got the strong endorsements now. She came real strong. We're fuerte. We're bringing it. No, we're bringing. We're bringing the besties. Yeah, George Lopez. No, he's coming. He's coming to Albuquerque. He's gonna endorse my wife. Esposa. She's hot. Look at her. Look at her ass. She's hot, baby. That's what it is. Joker always, always scores the finest chicks, bro. Orale. And then, uh, and then Bob Odenkirk. He jumped in too. Better call Eloy. No, Saul. I always say Eloy. I don't know why. Eloy, Saul, it's all the same to me, no. But I endorsed and nothing happened. So what What? What happened, huh? Awesome. Why did we win? We had the, the, the white boy and the um, the man who got a heart from his wife, the, ex, the ex-wife, the ex ex-esposa, and then, then he, and then he left her. George Lopez, he like left her on the on the aisle. Remember that? He's like, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, George yeah, Lopez yeah. is one of the worst guys there is. Disgusting individual. He, he is he is lit on the bottom of my shoe. There's some stuff I can scrape off of. Yep. Yep. Well, the yep. stuff I scrape off, I, I literally toss it to the side of that. And yes. That's where George Lopez is. He's over where all yes. the trash. I don't even get to scrape him off the, the bottom of my shoe. He's so he's he's a disgust. He literally might be the most disgusting. Uh, uh, oh, ill repute, I think, comedian celebrity out there. And yeah, he's he's near the top. It, yeah, I, I can't think of anybody that I dislike more than George Lopez. I've never liked him. And uh, I like, I, by and large, I like I like Hispanics. I like my people. But I don't like George Lopez. He's a bad dude. Uh, the way, the for the, he, did, he did his he did his wife dirty, bro. That's he absolutely very dirty. Both I did not put an image. Selena? I did not put an image of him mimicking urinating on Donald Trump's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He had a water bottle, and he famously, a number of years ago, was uh, mimicking urinating all over Donald Trump uh, on the uh, out in front of the theater there. Although I did put in something that may trigger some of our Trump fans, uh, Lopez's picture of El Chapo holding uh, Trump's severed head while he's standing on a pile of skulls at the border uh, saying, funny. make George Lopez yeah. is funny. hilarious. Look at, him. Look at all that great comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a multi-talented individual. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that is how, how much worse can it be? <laughs> well, you know, Eddie, I'm and the listeners know I'm not a political guy, but this one, this is my final postscript on the primary. I will not be writing about the primary anymore for the rest of my life. You no will never bad. hear from me. The best postscript story. 
maybe ever in, in history. Like, <laughs> it, well, it, 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 it is. Because I, the, the tie in here is the worst cor corporate welfare, the most, the most expensive corporate welfare that you have ever funded as a New Mexican, uh, Mr. and Mrs. New Mexico, the, uh, the Hollywood welfare, which makes Spaceport America look like a drop in the bucket. Uh, we are giving these people the base sum every year. It starts at 110 million and then it goes up from there because there's all kinds of other subsidies too. That's uh, change. I got a, a text the other day and I'm not even in the 26th house district of the great state of New Mexico. I'm in a nearby district, but I'm not in this district saying, Hey, check out Cherise, uh, uh, Quezada. She's, 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 uh, got in, been endorsed Cherise. by George, George Lopez. I'm gonna get this wrong, you know. I'm gonna get it wrong. Uh, and I and I thought, okay, well, I'm not in this district. Why am I getting this? And and what George really the George Lopez, that that horrible, horrible unf he was never even that great a comedian before he became a pol political comedian. Uh, I might, Eddie, I might correct you from my perspective. Patton Oswalt might be a worse human being in terms of a comedian in, in Hollywood than, okay. than, than George Lopez. Um, yes. I, so I said, well, why am I getting this from this candidate? I'm not even, I think they were just doing a massive text broadcast. Uh, they didn't get their, their numbers right. I don't, I'm not in the zip code of that district, but I got it. So I, I said, and Quisada, what Quisada, that's, is that Gomi? What is something to do with Gomi? My, my, my good friend Gomi? So I go over to the website and uh, Ms. Quesada, I, Mrs. Quesada, the uh, the wife of our uh, beloved Stephen Michael, not only is she endorsed by George Lopez, she's endorsed by Bob Odenkirk. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, I mean, this is New Mexico. This is Hollywood. What do they call it? Tamalewood, Chilewood. Uh, and everybody gets, uh, you know, all you have to do is just mention your association with with uh, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. I mean, that's going to get you over the or top. When, or when uh, Bob Odenkirk was uh, Porno Gill and uh, <laughs> your your your, your, of Curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> your favorite, yes, yes, indeed. Um, my my favorite, ladies and gentlemen. If you go online and look for Drugachusetts, Mister Show, uh, where they did a takeoff on Sid and Artie Croft, uh, it, him and David Cross, who's another horrible comedian, by the way. But anyway, for the record, Odenkirk, talented actor. Funny comedic writer, funny comedic uh, performer, but let's face it, he's part of the uh, come to the land of enchantment and loot the poor people here for your own benefit because he's been part of the Breaking Bad universe for all these years. <laughs> and of course, uh, Lopez, who was uh, arrested in Las Cruces for assault and battery a number of years ago, uh, he's coming. He's come to the state. On two occasions to make films Lopez, and collect a check. Lopez got uh, arrested in Los Lopez, Angeles. yeah, he did. Uh, I think he had to do, I don't know, it was community service and a fine or something. Uh, a, a MAGA person uh, triggered him at the Hooters. Uh, this is back in 2018. Very little coverage. The media has not covered this very much uh, in New Mexico. Oh, please cover it. Please cover no, it. No. And, uh, but anyway, these two movies he made here were complete bombs. They didn't make any money, but he he collected a check because, of course, every time you, you incur any costs in New Mexico, you get a taxpayer rebate for any production costs you do here in New Mexico. I don't, I don't know why a far from thriving state would want to give money to one of the most affluent people in the world, Southern California, the movie and television production industry. But anyway, so Bob Odenkirk and, and, and I believe it, they even made out the robocalls. They, they recorded these messages wow. for uh, Ms. or Mrs. Uh, Quesada. So the mistake well, she made. I got a copy of the robocall. I, th I think oh. I got it. You do. This is George Lopez, and I want <laughs> you to vote for my good friend, Charisse Quesada. Her husband is Joker County Commission guy number two, dos. I may have got arrested in Las Cruces, but that's okay. I hate Trump. Hate Trump with me. <laughs> 
It's all that matters. <laughs> yes, he, he's a dyed-in-the-wool Trump uh, hater. I think he said something like, "We." Sh and then at one point, Eddie uh, Breitbart had he said we should de be deporting cops, not just de not just defunding cops, but we should be deporting cops uh, over the last couple of years when crime has been completely out of control. And the Wall Street Journal has its cover story today: uh, "Rural America Crime, Not Just in the Cities." We've been focused so much on the cities. Uh, rural America suffering from a plague of crime as well. So good, good George is uh, he wants to deport our cops. All right, so uh, uh, the candidate's Quezada, uh, don't forget, folks, you know, you're paying the salary of uh, Gomi. He's on the uh, county commission of Bernalillo County now, uh, and his Twitter account, instead of having a nice Bernalillo County logo, has a picture of him and George Lopez. So that's uh, something to love. All right, so she, she runs for the 26th House District. Why is she running for the 26th House District? Because the incumbent, uh, Georgine Lewis, got busted for DWI a couple months ago, and she <laughs> she is stepping aside. Now, the big problem that uh, Ms. Quesada made was that she she's running for this open seat against a fellow Democrat by the name of Eleanor Chavez. Uh, she is a, a, a union thug, a Marxist agitator who has been arrested for uh, a number of protests. Uh, she most recent arrest for her had something to do with uh, oh Donald Trump's uh, separating children from their families at the border. Oh, okay. She was getting uh, arrested for that. She's like, a hero. Uh, she's like a leftist hero then. And she's a former state house member, house rep as well. So she just wants to go back to what she was doing, spending your money. So. It, it, it occurred to me, I mean, interesting fight here. You've got union agitator, kind of more old school New Mexico versus Hollywood New Mexico, and you've got these two huge endorsements. And Eddie, Better Call Saul is, in terms of the buzz in America on a television show, other than maybe Yellowstone, the reviews, the ratings, Better Call Saul, we only have, what, five or six episodes left now that the second half uh, of the final I've, season. I've never watched it, an episode. Oh, okay. Uh, there's nothing cooler right now than Better Call Saul in, in terms of Ameri North American television. So uh, Odenkirk didn't didn't really translate his hip power uh, and and Lopez's hip power. Uh, they're the woman they endorse. Hispanics and the people in New Mexico they don't watch that stuff. <sighs> she got only thirty one point seven percent of the vote on Tuesday. Hollywood did not deliver nice for job. this candidate. And listen, I, yeah, I'm not political, but I know high school stories. They know where she went. They know who she used to go around with. That's right. with. Go with uh, yes. the, the fast crowd. Yes. Going with that guy over there. <laughs> but um i hate you know i hate hollywood because of their politics and their ideology but i hate them even more because they're stealing from the people of new mexico who should be allowed to keep their own damn money because we need to finally bring some wealth and prosperity to the state i did a quick look at uh the current gas price in our state if we stopped funding eddie uh if we stopped funding hollywood at that base amount of 110 million a year which again it goes up that's just the base amount we start every year on january 1st we start with 110 million uh uh subsidy and it goes up from there we could pay for two complete gasoline fill-ups uh for every new mexico household uh, if, you know, I just was playing with the numbers and stuff. And, and stuff. So maybe, and I ended the piece here, uh, available at rocketalk.chat, but you must subscribe. At a time of runaway inflation, persistent unemployment, and credible concerns about an impending recession, perhaps highlighting Santa Fe's costliest corporate welfare scheme was an unsound campaign tactic. Just my thought. <clears throat> there you go. Find it all directly at uh, rockoftalk.chat. There you go. I, I see the conservative Mexican likes to be funny, too. He knows funny. Funny George <laughs> Lopez does not know funny. Um, no. No, no. 
You think uh, you think Quesada and his and the esposa is out the chante having a good time? Mm-hmm. I know Tim uh, Keller was uh, Tim the other night. They tweeted out Odenkirk uh, with the very lovely Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul. Um, is Rhea blonde? She's blonde. Good, good-looking woman. That's the only reason I know Better Call Saul because I actually looked at the screen a second time. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Pretty, pretty girl. No, uh, they were doing improv the other week in in, in downtown uh, Albuquerque, oh. and the mayor showed up. And uh, Mr. Mr. Odenkirk himself tweeted out a picture of him with the mayor, and uh, and of course uh, Patrick oh, Fabian, nice. the completely oh, loathsome Patrick Fabian, is there. I, I've exposed him before. He, he just like, he was just killed on the show. Uh, I, I, I probably spoiled it for a lot of people. He's oh, wearing, dude. of course, his. New Mexico United Meow Wolf jersey during the improv. So uh, I guess uh, no, 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 no alternate uh, thoughts are allowed in the Albuquerque, New Mexico political culture here. We're we're all in to get we're all in this together, Eddie. Which kind of explains where you and I are. Uh, it's it's a club, and we're not. In it. <laughs> I'm proud no, to not I, be in I, it. I, I'm in it, but they ain't in my club. <laughs> That's right. We got our own club. We, we, we get a better club than those uh, a holes all day long. I mean, I want to be in a. a Club with Keller and Odenkirk and Kisada and all the woke ass, broke ass stuff. But remember, they're only spending your money, folks. They haven't made their own money. Honestly, did Gomi make his own money? Did did any of these? I mean, they were like on this failed comedic team in downtown Albuquerque, like at one in the morning on a Saturday that played after Saturday Night Live, and nobody paid attention to him. We had mm-hmm. a little bit of a good break, and he played a partner, got the part, and the rest is history. Now you think that you know he's basically you know invented the catholic church in the state of new mexico <laughs> like it's just all stupid i'm, I'm just sick about uh, what passes for culture this is culture in albuquerque That's oh and for, uh, last uh, before i let this one go oh, yeah. uh, odenkirk recently retweeted oh, yeah. uh, odenkirk's not a very political guy not no. that much o- overtly overtly he recently retweeted a uh, a tweet from uh, our own hank schrader of course the actor dean norris uh, who you played mean, the- you mean dean norris the very uh, dean norris that i threw out of the kiva when i didn't know who the hell he was and he's taking uh, all the free stuff He's been tweeting about how uh, important gun control is now, and Odenkirk, the guy you funded, uh, is retweeting the tweets of another guy you funded in New Mexico, Dean Norris. So uh, let's just keep funding rich people, making them even richer, and then enabling them to push a left-wing agenda, because that's how New Mexico does economic development. Oh, please leave, Odenkirk. (laughs) Leave Dean Norris. Leave Quesada. You guys can all leave. You know, you know, I'll never get mentioned, I'll never get talked about, but a majority of New Mexico actually feels like this. We're like sick of being I wish. I wish like that we are at the edge of the apocalypse. No, seriously. I've I I was talking to one of my best friends last night and uh, he was telling me how he and he's one of the biggest Odenkirk fans that there is, but he can't watch Better Call Saul. Interesting. Yeah, he's a Mr. uh, Mr. Show guy. Is that what you of course? Yeah, Mr. Show. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah, yep, yep. and he's very intelligent. He's one of the smartest guys. And, and, and Eddie, uh, th- yeah. I will be watching this. I suspect the Ronchetti campaign will not be picking this up because they don't, you know, it's going to be a close race either way. No mistakes. But- it's, it's, we're for, it's a no mistakes campaign, baby. They, they'll pop out when they need to at the right time and after everything has been orchestrated and set up perfectly. There's going to be no mistake. We, we cannot let our man get harmed in any way, shape, or form. We are going to, you, remember, you see those egg crates where people have those contests that drop it from five stories and it's, you know, created by a bunch of toothpicks and all that. Like, we have to engineer the best egg crate possible. Like, all right, but imagine this as an ad, okay? okay right. Mark Ronchetti at a gas station. He walks up to you, the, faces the camera. We are getting killed 
with gasoline. I've got a story later in the show. I'm going to tell people about how there was no bread at my sandwich shop today because the bakery can't can't hire any employees and they can't make deliveries. It's, it's oh, insane. Um, the the uh, Ronchetti looks at the camera and or he looks at a mother, you know, with a baby under one arm and a tr- messing with a stroller and trying to fill up and then looking at the looking at the debit card or the credit card and and I just we can't do this anymore and Ron Ketty says you know what would make uh, uh, life a lot easier for New Mexicans if we stopped giving 110 million dollars to Hollywood every year and maybe use some of that money to cut our gas tax or gave poor people gas vouch- I mean I don't care what the actual policy is but contrast subsidizing Hollywood with struggling real people at the gas pump now he's not going to do it because Republicans are gutless on Hollywood they've always been gutless on, on Hollywood in this state but well, you said Steve I, Pierce was for Hollywood right oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, I yeah. But, but anyway I don't listen Eddie I think that would be a great ad to draw that contrast you know we are subsidizing millionaires and billionaires while regular New Mexicans can't afford gas McCleskey yeah. if you're listening cut that ad cut that ad <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good one. No, I, I, I'm I'm right there with you. All right, take a quick break. Bring it back. Uh, let's hear about the story. Hey, you got no bread, man. We'll do that uh, with Dad Musk when we return. Four thirty-seven. Back in I don't know three. Right here in the keyboard. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. 
Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected, RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. And roll. Hopefully you're rocking it out there, whatever you're doing. It's just like listen to that. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. Some good music uh, out there for a Friday afternoon. Warming up. Uh, not so chilly anymore. I mean, we are headlong into a uh, summer warming trend, and it's not even summer yet, Alaska. So there we are. We've got lots uh, coming your way. Time to uh, let the dogs out and go swim in the, the river. How deep is the river? The canals? Is there any water out there? <laughs> Uh, if, you, if you know what you're doing in Corrales, you can find some some watery watery spots. Uh, Saturday is usually swimming hole day for me and the girls, so I'm getting okay. geared up for that tomorrow. Good, yeah. Well, they need to cool off. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hot one. Uh, no bread at the local sandwich <laughs> shop. What what's this all about? Uh, every Friday, and and uh, go to Monroe's, ladies and gentlemen. Go to Taco Tote. We have some of the best restaurants in in, uh, in, in our advertisers. Some of the best wait, restaurants. Wait, can I stop you there? Can I stop you there? Let me tell you about the greatest commercial in the history of this station, and maybe any station. 
Like, okay. I love this commercial. I repeat it, it, it. You know, there's a lot of commercials I like to throw into the rotation. You know, these guys are getting like, I don't know, 15, 20 different commercials throughout the day. Like every hour and a half, you get their commercials. Our, our advertisers are, we, we spoil them. We give them as many commercials. That, and we don't count them. It's like, oh, we're going to get charged for this. Next to the best program. Like, no, we don't do that. Just listen to this wonderful commercial. It's, it is my favorite commercial. If I was going to do a commercial, to just showcase what I'm doing, I would, wouldn't talk about what I'm doing. I would just talk about just how amazingly great it is. Like, this is the best commercial there is. Monroe's Restaurant on Osuna, east of San Mateo and on 4th and Mountain. You're never going to find a better commercial than that. For sure. All it says <laughs> is eat at Monroe's. <laughs> the, fir the first time I heard that, I thought, what is going on? But I love that ad now. <laughs> it's my favorite ad. I, it grows on you. Like, it is the best place. And then, ooh, sing it again. <laughs> like, yes, I'm gonna go to eat it. You know, it's not everything that it's it's in like, you know, when, when you're finally uh, you know done. It's like of all the greatest things that we ever did, we made a lot of great food, but we made the best commercial of all time <laughs> that actually supported. Like the, the the food is as good as the commercial. The commercial is as good. Well, dare I say, better than the food. I think it's everyone's favorite commercial. It's, uh, yeah. I, I was shocked. And, and I was initially shocked, but I, I love it. I love it. No, I, I have a little sandwich shop around the corner here that I uh, uh, up here near the I twenty five studios near where I live, and it's owned by a family. Which you know, growing up in a family business where you're waiting on customers and trying not to kill each other and trying to get the product out, you know, I, I have a lot of sympathy for these folks, and uh, uh, I'm madly in love with their daughter too, who's way too young for me anyway, so it's not even an issue. Uh, but I've gotten really friendly with these people and i go i go in every friday and they uh, i always get a chicken sandwich and they call me chicken man and the owner is the man who told me last week when he was getting his haircut that the barber told him that the gubernatorial nominee should be eddie aragon uh, he was very ple pleased to tell me tell me that story so i walk in and they say oh oh, oh chicken man chicken man we got a big problem today we have no bread uh, and we so we're gonna have to do something else with you. We're gonna have to put put it on wheat or rye or. Uh, and I, I said, nope. What? I mean, this is supply chain issues. I mean, I know these kind of things are happening. They said that the bakery that they uh, get deliveries from, they have so few employees that they they can't keep up with orders and they cannot Dang. make deliveries uh, to the restaurants. And I guess you know when you're a bakery and you supply restaurants, it's the it's kind of important to actually get your product to the restaurant for the people who want to want to buy these things um they told me the restaurant I, I won't say them because you know in this current climate but they said for the last three days the restaurant itself the, the husband and the wife have had uh their main cook there who's, who's a full-time worker and none of their other staff have showed up at all they had a new hire come uh they hired someone and then the first day he was supposed to start this week he didn't show up they have had the wife's mother and father and eddie these people are my parents age but let me tell you, I've, I've met them and I observed them. They are not in my parents' uh, orchard work everyday shape. Uh, these these are not young people. And I don't know that they're in all, you know, I don't know how their health is. They've had to have grandma and grandpa come in. And for the first time in my life, I 
I just felt so bad for these people. They 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 did the chicken sandwich in a tortilla for me, and they and they said, oh, that, well, we didn't, we didn't." He said, "Well, you know, chicken man, you don't look like uh, you know, we didn't, we thought you didn't really look like a tortilla guy." And I said, "Just, I, I, I'm the whitest man in New Mexico. I will admit to that. I will cop to that. But just don't assume that you know all doors are closed just because you're super super white." So I damn well had the tortilla uh, instead of the rye or or whatever else they were wheat. Oh God. So anyway, um, for the first time in my life, Eddie, I offered a business. I offered to work for free for a business. I gave them my contact information. I said, you know, I'm with the dogs in the morning and then I'm, I work all day and all night. But if you need me, to, I have a pickup truck. I have a Toyota pickup truck. I always, I've always owned pickup trucks ever since I started owning cars. Uh, if you just need me in a pinch to go over and make, you know, just pick up some damn bread for you or pick up some damn ketchup for you. If it, things are getting that bad, uh, here's my number. Here's the email. And just let me know. I do have other than the show, I have kind of a flexible schedule if I need to move things around. Uh, these people are really hurting, Eddie. They had to, re they re at least, I go right before they close on Fridays. The, the last half hour, they turned two or three customers away who, you know, wanted whatever sandwich they wanted and didn't want to have uh, no bread or tortilla or whatever. These people are losing customers because their bakery can't supply them because their bakery doesn't have the workers. I mean, it's crazy out there. Uh, I don't think things are getting better. Things are getting worse. <laughs> yep, yep. Maybe, maybe. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. Ooh. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, da -da 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 -da. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh, uh, I'm taking it next semester, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Go to the next. Go to the next. Go to the next. I was gonna go to court before I got high. Uh, I was gonna pay my child support, but, but then I got high. That's so right. Always an excuse. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I wasn't gonna run from the cops. There you go. It's, it's all right there, folks. I mean, I don't even know what else you, you want to say. So why, why can't I operate a business? Because you keep having to, you know, hire these folks. <laughs> there's nothing else to say, Dowd. Uh, uh, I'll just let, let you come over the top of that. But uh, there's a salute. I know the culture in New Mexico. We just had a record-breaking month of May. $39 million on pot. Everyone's staying home with a check. A lot of stimmy checks can be paid for that. Rent is still going to be taking. Are we still under that where the, everyone can uh, get their rent taken care I of? I think you have to go to the diversion program right now, which is sort of like a halfway measure to eventually, uh, eventually oh, no, bring no. bring things they back to work normal. work hard for that excuse. Whatever you know, when you work at a bakery, wake and bake means uh, you wake up and you go to work, uh, not the traditional wake and bake. I, you know, I just I just want to throw that out there. Have you ever seen how hard people work to get on disability? Like they will literally cross, you know. Yep, yep. They'll climb Mount Everest if it means yep. that they can get like disability. 
Whatever. My back. My back. Uh, uh, I've been to all these doctors. They can't. They can't figure it out. Uh, Something with my back. Can't work. Can't work. And then, and then, you know, they can ride their Harleys. They can uh, definitely ride their Harleys. They can be out there. They all got their little, you know, canes roaming around. They're like thirty-five-year-old dudes with canes. I'm like, yep, yep. yep. What's going on over here? Uh, Eddie, my favorite disability story of all time as it relates to uh, the leeches in the public sector. A woman went on disability. I think she worked for the Department of Corrections of the state of Connecticut. The investigative unit found that she was playing semi-pro female professional football ah, while she was out on disability. Mm, disability. Yeah. <laughs> so many disabilities. Um, there you go. So I happen to think it has, you know, there's nobody even puts help wanted signs up anywhere. Everyone thinks they're fully employed because, you know. They don't want your help because you want to show up for a day or two. I, I was literally just talking to one of our advertisers and he hired one of his family members. And after two, okay, just hear me out. I know it's like his own daughter is taking advantage of him after two days and saying that she couldn't come into work for the rest of the week. The COVID mask. You're COVID masking out there and you say, well, oh, I'm afraid of getting COVID or I had COVID or hey, my Nana, she had COVID. She died. I'm afraid it's real. It's spooky. It's crazy. COVID's out there. It's going to get you. Don't you know? Joe Biden's going to take care of us. Like, these stupid people, okay, will ruin your business. Don't give them an interview. Don't talk to them. Don't look in their general direction. He didn't want to interview me. I was ready to work. Does he know I was coming with my tools and everything? I was bringing all of it. But he didn't want to interview me because he's racist. We're going to march it. They'll spend all the time marching in front of his business. They'll sure. spend all the time, like, you know, saying that he's, you know, not going to hire them. But then they'll say, oh, I was looking for a job. I couldn't get a job. They didn't want to hire me. Nobody wants to work, folks. Exactly the number that I'm showing you right there on rockoftalk.tv want to work. Nobody wants to work. The reason why I don't hire people to do everything myself is because I'm ready to kill somebody after three days. <laughs> Either because of intelligence yes, yes, yes. or because of their just sheer ineptitude in life. Like, what, what the hell is wrong with you? Can't you get anything done? I almost feel like, oh, do you want me to walk, walk to the restroom and help you wipe your ass? I mean, I almost feel that way. Like, oh, what's that? What? I'm sorry. Uh, can you do it? Did I tell you about, I told you, I haven't told you a story about my kids. Have I told you a story about my kids about when we go, we went to go hit balls the other night. So I'll show them how it's done. I don't even know if you, what you think of this. I'll show them how it's done. I'll say, hey, I'll give them a whole process. I said, line it step back and I used to be a punter and a kicker. So I said, take three steps back, line up, point to where you want to go to, go to the ball, rotate the club, stand to the right, spread out, set, pull back, hit. Okay. Like these kids got a little regimen in all of about 20 seconds about how to approach a golf shot. Okay. And then they basically do it. And then what do I do? And it's the greatest thing in the world. The greatest thing that a kid can have is a sibling a brother or a sister. 
to either show them how to do something, either make them incentivized. To do it. My sister, I think, excels in, in life and what she does, does because I was so excessively good at everything I did. Like Eddie, whatever Eddie did, it was the best, right? I if I if it was something I w- I would win or I did it the best or somebody would look to me. It was like my sister at some point probably just got pissed off. <laughs> I've got to be the best. <laughs> Eddie, my mother says when we were raising my my her grandson, my nephew, he's an only child, and my mother is an only child herself, and she always said about me, I was the third. You know, they stopped with protect perfection after after my sisters uh, when they got me, and she said, <laughs> he, you know, one you. of the one of the reasons we don't, one of the reasons he's so checked out in addition to his 199 IQ and his little Asperger stuff is she said, you were the baby and all you did was watch your sisters set the table, put their jackets on before they went out. And so, so she said, you didn't really need to learn any of that stuff because you just observed them. So I think you're, I think you're really onto something. Yeah. So okay. So I make the kids. So I don't want to, I'm not going to spend the extra work. I, the older one loves to direct. He loves to lead, right? The older one loves and the younger one likes to also be bossy, but he just likes to just, he has his own style. Everything is oh, like, it's like an entertainment center. Like when he looks yes. right? like whatever he does. <laughs> that so young man is a unique individual. <laughs> I make them train each other. And one will it repeat, because the, the, the best way for you to learn anything is for you to teach it to somebody else. It's not by doing. Yep. Just understand this. If you actually are have the presence of mind that you have to ha- uh, communicate something to somebody else, and tell people what it is, then you will end up being better at that thing. Because one, A, just by sheer necessity, you have to lead. Two, B, what? If you don't know what you're doing, you can't teach it. Right. And the person below you, you don't want to you don't you don't want to get supplanted by that person. So you always have to be one up and be better. And that's how you move crowds. That's how you move people. You know, I think that's important. When someone says, I think some Somebody wrote to us. I don't even said Eddie. You'd be the best campaign manager consultant uh, west of the Mississippi or something like that. It's like, yeah, because I went out and I did it myself. I didn't hire somebody to do it for me. And plus, I've been doing it for X amount of years. If I think, aside from Jay McCluskey, I'm probably the one person who can probably like. Like, if you don't recognize Jay as the best, at least listen to me. And if we tell you you're not coachable, it's because you're not coachable. <laughs> Like, honestly, like, learn how to run a campaign. And we always learn something even from this. You know, we learn it. Uh, what happens when you don't work that hard. We learn what happens when you regurgitate, uh, you know, campaign signs. I'm still beside myself, uh, to be quite honest, out in terms of the fact that we still have the same exact candidates that we had in 2020 that we have in 2022. The only reason why I want to go ahead and, you know, run for uh, state party chairman for the Republican Party. Oh, there I said it. Sorry, uh, just fell out of my mouth. The only reason why I want to do is because I could do everything from right here in the radio station and help direct and lead and message and market and, you know, lead the way. Because honestly, I, I mean, these people are stepping all over themselves and it is disgusting. It absolutely is. And we're tired of losing. And I know you and I and the rest of I mean, Dow would like to do policy until the end of time. But if he can't implement one of these policies, you know, he, he's going to feel pretty bad if he doesn't get somebody elected. So and for me, if I have to read another policy that I know that will work that uh, we can't implement because because we can't execute on a campaign, then what's the purpose of me doing what I'm doing? Dowd and I are like on opposite ends of the earth, but we're trying to achieve the very same thing. And we need to improve uh, this city, this county, this state, this everything. I mean, what we're left with is. Not good, and I'm tired of people moving away. We'll hit the top of the hour news, uh, hour two, just for you, me, and uh, the crew, actually, just uh, D-Dowd Moscow. We'll do a little Espanola police slaughter 
I think, to kick things off. How that be here for hour two? Right here in the Sweet. Keyboard, 1600kibabq.fm, rockoftalk.com. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. More hard times ahead for U.S. consumers. The Consumer Price Index released Friday morning indicates the U.S. economy continues to flounder. May's CPI increase is another 1%. 8.6% inflation is now at 1981's level. Shelter, gas, and food are still up again. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Prime. And prices for food at home increased 11.9% in May year-on-year. Within that category, chicken prices were up 17.4%, the largest increase ever recorded. Pork prices increased 13.3%, bacon 15%, milk 15.9%, and fruits and vegetables 8.2%. Food away from home, including at restaurants, was up 7.4%. This is USA Radio News. Rob tried to manage his constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating day after day. After realizing it was irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, he found another way and finally said yes to adding Linzess. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says the U.S. has recorded 45 monkeypox cases since the start of May. The agency is asking healthcare professionals to look out for rashes among patients. But recently, the nature of monkeypox rashes has differed from what doctors have observed in the past in Africa, where the virus is endemic in 11 countries. In some of the new cases, monkeypox has caused people to develop what looks like a blister. In other cases, tiny bumps on the skin are the first or only indication of an infection. Monarch butterfly populations in North America may be more stable than scientists previously thought, at least during the summer breeding months. A study published today in the journal Global Change Biology found that monarch populations in some parts of North America in the summer are actually increasing, which may be helping to offset well-documented declines attributed to the insect's winter migration. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The family of a 19-year-old University of Missouri student left with permanent brain damage after being forced to drink a bottle of vodka at a fraternity party is seeking damages from two more students allegedly involved in the hazing. 
The family of Daniel Santulli on Wednesday named Eric Wetzler and Samuel Gandhi as defendants in a civil lawsuit originally filed against 22 students at the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity that was settled last month. The terms of the settlement were not made public. An Ohio grand jury declined to indict a police officer who last year was driving a patrol car that struck and wounded a man who later died. Springfield officer Amanda Rosales faced potential charges, including reckless vehicle homicide, but was not indicted by a Clark County grand jury. Dashcam video from Rosales Cruiser showed her run over a 42-year-old named Eric Cole as he bled in the middle of the street from a gunshot wound to his left arm. And for 60 years, Ted Sams regretted missing his high school graduation. Now at 78, Sams can finally call himself a graduate after donning a cap and gown and receiving his diploma with a class of 2022 at Southern California's San Gabriel High School. Back in 1962, when he was a high school senior, Sams got in trouble and was suspended five days before the end of the school year. He said he missed a crucial final exam. I'm Victor Paul, USA Radio News. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk, and I am 1600 KIV, ABQ, and I'm here in the Kiva. Oh, we're going to have some fun here in this uh, hour, too. Yes, I, I think I'm liking Friday afternoons. You might find me to be a little bit looser lately. It's just because, you know, I'm, we're, we're done with these primaries and I have to care about a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we've got we've been right on just about every single thing. Including the elections. Yes, we predicted. Oh, did anybody need to predict that stuff to see any of that stuff go out? And then Dowd just on his policy stuff. I mean, the guy is just nails. And then we get to give him a little... You know, not have to have him work uh, as hard. Uh, please support him directly at rockoftalk.chat. Please, like every dollar goes into his pocket. Make sure that you grow that pot. Um, I'm not happy. No, we're not pot growers, but we do want to grow that pot. And that, of course, will be the one thing that will help uh, him keep him uh, the brilliance of a 199 IQ and then some uh, here in the Kiva. That <laughs> That's the nephew, the nephew. Oh, the nephew, I don't know. I'm uh, one. I'm around 140. I'm uh, I'm top one oh, percent. Okay. He's top one tenth of one percent. <laughs> How do I take one of those? I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah, they did it in school. What for me? But I don't. Uh, well, where would a grown adult do it? I don't know. Huh. Mensa? Maybe Mensa will do that. Oh yeah, I do, there was a woman who was a member of Mensa. She used to. Um, Elky Tidwell, she used to brag all the time how she would do her Mensa stuff, and she went to her Mensa, I don't know, gatherings or whatever, and she gave me a Mensa thing, and I handed it back to her like 10 minutes later. I'm like, here you go. She's like, what? <laughs> 10 minutes? Because I used to fix her computer. I'm like, can you fix your computer? I'm, I'm literally fixing your computer, and you're part of Mensa. Aren't you supposed to be doing that? <laughs> Why can't you do it yourself? <laughs> Why can't, you fix- can't you do your own damn work? You know? <laughs> That's what used to make me mad. So, so for me, I just like to leave it to the experts uh let's get to some uh, articles first so we have an interview hour three uh, i don't know who it is or what but we're gonna, just gonna we're just gonna talk it out you know, you know talk it out hug it out you know, talk. do people still have, say hug it out is that a is that a pre-juneteenth thing oh yeah that? well that was uh entourage that was the big entourage phrase right hug it out hug it out hug it out bitch. B-, b word yes yes yeah, hug it out, bitch. <laughs> 
Uh, no, you can say that. You can say that. Oh, I can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that you'd want to. I mean, your your parents are listening. So. Yeah. Well. Conservative Catholics. Conservative Catholics anymore? Or are they just? They, uh, I think me. I think if Rudy hasn't gotten his his card from my mother yet, he probably will be getting a sympathy card. My mother's big on the on the sympathy cards. And do we know how Rudy's doing? I I, I know he had, you know we had a very big loss in no, the Rudy's family. Doing good. How okay. are, you, are your parents like? No, I mean my mother. I just think of my mother when I think of the station because she loves Rudy so much. She had an issue with you one day regarding Rudy, but I think you. I think you've been forgiven. It, it's really? very hard to get forgiven by an, a mean old Irish woman, but you you can. You, if, if you wait enough time, you know, time wounds all heals. You know that you, you, yeah, you, time <laughs> wounds all heals. I like that. That's what I like. But my brother-in-law in Scotland right now, uh, he, my, his wife, my sister mm-hmm. says uh, he, he, he. He can't listen when my mother, my, my sister has was playing the audio because uh, he goes crazy over Taco Tote. They're going to be here in two months, Duncan, <laughs> and we're going to Taco Tote. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Taco Tote. Tote Tote. Uh, boy, that's a great commercial as well. No. Not as, not as good as that Monroe's. Classic, classic. Okay, so uh, this is from Pew Research. Uh, let's jump into this, uh, shall we? <clears throat> in case you... Uh, more signs of the apocalypse. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Pew Research Center. About 5% of young adults in the U.S. say their gender is different from their sex assigned at birth. Yes. Boy, nothing like uh, playing the old uh, double middle fingers to your parents. Nope, that's not what it is. At a time when transgender and non-binary. Honestly, I am so lost. I feel like uh, someone who hasn't paid attention to sports or MTV or whatever the pop culture is like i don't even know what non-binary do my kids uh dad will my kids know more about what non-binary is than I uh, as long as you and the missus there keep them in catholic school a good catholic school i hope they're going to be okay i think they will be okay <laughs> i don't have a missus we should probably be the, uh, the, mother, the mother the mother the mother they're they're wonderful they're wonderful mother you know i'm not you know that's that that's where that's where that's at so uh, non-binary Americans are gaining visibility in the media and among the public. A new Pew Research Center finds that 1.6% of adults are transgender or non-binary. That is, the gender differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, that yeah. is, their gender differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. That is, they think their gender differs from the sex they were assigned at birth. Let's 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 put that qualifier in. Yeah, I, I think that's still zero percent, but they can choose one point six in some sort of analytical biological way. A rising share of Americans say they know someone who is transgender. Why is it rising? Why is it moving? How does something become, yeah, honestly, how does it become a transgender or how is it identify itself as transgender? The analysis accompanies an essay that examines the experiences and the views of trans and non-binary adults based on these series of focus groups. Adults under 30 are more likely than older adults to be trans or non-binary. You think? Wow. That's amazing. Like all of a sudden, this people just started, uh, you know, getting the uh, homogenized milk with the you know, boosted cow products and uh, additional vaccinations. And all of a sudden, they're increasingly stupid. And they think that uh, their kibbles and bits are bits and kibbles. You know. Eddie, Eddie, can you imagine in 1953 going up to your father who uh, survived, <laughs> who, who survived Anzio and, and, and telling the old man, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pansexual non-binary. He would slap the sense right out of him. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you mean you don't stand up when you pee? What do you mean you sit down? There's something wrong with you, son? Or do, what do I call you? Oh my God. Oh. Helen, what's this world coming to over here? <laughs> Your son's over here telling me he's got to sit down and pee. Some 5.1% of adults younger than 30 are trans or non-binary. One in 20. <laughs> I'm going to start. We're going to start doing a deep, a deep dive, if you will, evaluation. 2% who are trans man or trans woman. Well, I don't what I... I'm lost there. Where do I go there? And 3% who are non-binary. I'm still lost. That is, they are neither man nor woman and aren't strictly one. What do you do if you aren't man or a woman? What do you, what do you, um, what do you, what do you couple with? Where does that go? How's that happen? Not trying to be base here, but where, where does, what happens? Is the suicide, what's the suicide rate in this, this country? being serious the serious is the suicide rate three percent of the population yet because honestly if you can't find people who are looking to get with other people for one way or another and they're quote-unquote non-binary you're going to end up suicidal for many people that's their life's journey look at has anybody ever watched march of the penguins like their whole life is dedicated to their ability to couple with some other thing to give life to something else Eddie, I've got the uh, official definition. Thank you. This is from, and uh, if you want to question me on this, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, do you ever see those bumper stickers on the car where it's a blue background and it's two horizontal yellow bars? Oh, I know That's that one. the human rights campaign. Mm. These are, this is the pinnacle of homosexual lobbying uh, and I guess non-binary lobbying in this country. These people run the show the her human rights campaign i'm on their glass glossary right now i'm very much looking forward to xing out of this tab so i'm going to read this yes, as quickly uh, as i quickly, could i don't quickly what i don't want to give them any attention like i tell my kids what you hear you can't unhear and what you do you cannot undo Go just ahead. looking at the text non-binary an adjective describing a person who does not identify exclusively as a man or a woman. Non-binary people may identify as being both a man and a woman, somewhere in between, or is falling completely outside these categories. While many also identify as transgender, not all binary, not all non-binary people do. Non-binary can also be used as an umbrella term, encompassing identities such as agender, bi-gender, genderqueer, or gender-fluid. We are all sorts of stupid now. So. There it is, folks. More signs of the apocalypse. Yep, about 5% of young adults in the U.S. say their gender is different from their sex assigned gender on their birth certificate. So, there you go. Uh, we know about the GOP dropping a six-figure buy to hit Lujan Grisham. She won't win, by the way. Your new governor, your governor is going to be Mark Montana. I don't know how else to explain this to you. Your uh, uh, weatherman, your former weatherman, he's going to be, he's going to be your governor. And you're going to get out and vote for him. You're literally casting a vote against Michelle Lujan Grisham. And I swear, if any of you vote for, for Karen Bedoni, I'm going to find you. I'm going to slap the living you-know-what out of you. Right? We're not trying to split. It, the margin of victory is going to be that close. Right. So just 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 stop that. 
Um, let's see. The um, we already covered that. I am Legend. Uh, this this uh, cancer drug experimental rectal chemotherapy surgery treatment. Uh, I doubt I didn't get to this article. NPR put this out. Um, is this literally uh, the one hundred percent cure for cancer? Is that, is that uh, you know? Is it, I, you, I sent you an NPR link, but lots of other media have covered this. Uh, this is uh, an official announcement from the University of North Carolina's Lineberger Comprehensive Cancer Center. Uh, they sat down with the NPR to talk about this. The cancer, and this is a particularly bad one, uh, rectal cancer, they ran a you know, very wow. small trial, so we can't go nuts yet. It was a small trial. Uh, they performed it at uh, the Big Apple's uh, Sloan Kettering. You know, it doesn't get more... You know, more prestigious than that, Sloan Kettering. Uh, patients took a drug called, and of course, they never can name these things something that's easy to pronounce, so we'll say uh, Dostarlamab. Uh, they took it for six months. The trial resulted in every single one of their tumors disappearing. Now, again, this is a small, small uh, sample size, but uh, they spoke to Dr. Hannah Sanoff. Uh, quote, I mean, I am incredibly optimistic. Like you said in the introduction, we have never seen anything work in 100% of people in cancer medicine. And uh, I had not seen I Am Legend in a long time. And Mr. Aragon used to run that famous Emma Thompson clip uh, oh, yeah. uh, back back when back when Rona was starting up about uh, very boastful, very self smug and self-satisfied talking about how she cured cancer. And there was some there were some minor unintended consequences in that movie that happened uh, when you cured cancer. But uh, listen, it's a dark time in America history. If we have good results in an early trial uh, for a particularly nasty form of cancer, let's be happy about it. Yeah, I guess uh, some of that 100%. And then no mutation. And then the zombie apocalypse. And then all of a sudden, I'll be hiding out in my radio station uh, trying to defeat the zombies that come out at night to prevent the truth from coming out as I'm trying to transmit something to keep the humans, uh, human civilization alive. Well, when I was uh, a true Irish form, uh, majority Irish genes, when I read this, and, you know, I'm not a terribly mentally healthy person. I do talk to myself from time to time. And I was reading this and uh, I said, hey, Uncle Didi, you're not going to die of cancer. And then uh, immediately in my head, I said to myself, well, you'll just die of something else. So, you know, what difference does it make? <laughs> Let's be happy. We got some good medical news. <laughs> Try to be happy. We, we're, we're grabbing everything we can these days. <laughs> the country's falling apart and the crime and nuclear war and hyperinflation. Would, you, would we would we accept all of that if for a cure to cancer? How much would be we, we truly be willing to pay? I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't think that life is worth living unless there are trials and tribulations. Oh, it'd be boring as heck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Would, would you be interested in living a life that doesn't um, isn't faced with challenges, fraught with challenges, things like that? Nope. Nope. Murder Mike is telling me he still has his Eddie Aragon for mayor sticker on his view. <laughs> is that is that him inviting? Murder Mike, why don't you call in 550-5500? We need uh, an update on the 67 murders here. That is 505-550-50. Let me see that. I forward the phone. Poor Murder Mike. Murder Mike's a good dude. We haven't had him on in some time. I just, I couldn't deal with the murders anymore. Like, we're just going to keep reporting on numbers and getting drill downs on down and outs. And, you know, like, how long can that go for? You got to change it up, you know. Trials and tribulations. I don't think we had one yesterday, though. So, so that's something to be. Oh, that's good. <laughs> a day at the at the at the what entrance to the city, Eddie, death. we should have the big uh, big sign like at workplaces. You know, Albuquerque, X number of days since our last homicide. You know, that would be encouraging. Do we still have to dial five hundred five now? 
think we do, right? I think this is going to go blank. We'll see. To place this call. Yeah, everything's 505 now. I forgot that. See if he picks up. Just going back into raw radio. Like, oh, my God. It's all raw. <clears throat> Are you alive? I'm, you're playing me back 20 seconds ago, Mike. That's, delay. that's really bad. Yeah, uh, speak into the mic there, Murder Mike. Okay, there? Oh, there you are. How's it going? Are you, are you, are you, are you, are I'm right here. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you, are you keeping uh, keeping tabs? People want to know if you're alive. I wanted to know if you're alive. I'm glad to see that uh, you're alive. So um, you are not one of the 67 murderers here in the year of our Lord 2022. So uh, what's it looking like out there? What are the what are the scanners seeing out there in uh, the well, UBQ? They've been on fire for sure. Um, I think we're up to about 49, somewhere between 49 and 52 homicides. Um, we did have some uh, a, lot, a couple of fatal accidents uh, that occurred in the last uh, maybe 36 hours. One was a vehicle versus pedestrian on Central uh, last night, and that was about 2 a.m., um, but things have been quiet, but uh, not completely quiet. Not as quiet as I'd like, and we'd like to see in Albuquerque for sure. So, uh, uh, are, you still I, living, are you still living in the hood? Uh, negative. I moved up to. Uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> like the I got, hanging up with George and Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of the hood. I spent a year there, and it was a. Yeah. Uh, an interesting lesson. I, I learned a lot about living in the hood and what the the mentality of people in the hood, how they act, how they react. Yeah, you know what they say about the boys in the hood? They're always hard. So they go talking that trash. Uh, Pull your card. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, so why do you have different numbers than what Albuquerque Raw has? I think uh, ABQ Raw reporting 67. Uh, turn your radio down in the back, please. I got, I got my radio down. Oh, okay. Well, there's just uh, put your hands or something over there. Uh, Dowd, I think Albuquerque Raw has 67 murders. They do. Right? They do. Homicide. 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 Yeah. Why do you only have 52? Uh, I haven't caught up, actually, to tell you the truth. Um, I wasn't expecting a count. So it kind of caught me unprepared as far as the count. I, that was uh, based on some figures I had about. Oh, maybe two and a half weeks ago, and so. Hey, we um, caught Mike, Murder Mike with his pants down. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, everything going okay though on your end? You wanna you wanna pop back into the station? We we wanna boy, well, the summer in the city is the summer in the city. It's gonna get hot, and of course, with that comes a lot of violence, as uh, we have known it. And uh, does it feel like it's been on an uptick? I'm not asking for the numbers. You don't have right. them, but does it actually feel like there's an uptick over last year? You've been looking at the scanners uh, for the last, you know, 45, 50 years, Murder Mike. You would know it better than anybody. Does it actually feel? Yes, it does. Uh, I, I have noticed an, uh, an uptake on domestic violence. Okay. Uh, the domestic violence calls are becoming more frequent and more violent. Uh, before, uh, there was... Um, uh, this or maybe things being thrown around and now there's guns involved weapons involved um 
there's just uh, an increase on it. And also drug overdoses as well as uh, gun, gun crime. There's been a lot of shootings just because they're not homicides. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean they're not shooting. So we have had an increase in those. Okay. So tell me, uh, what about the legalization of drugs that, or excuse me, marijuana, April 1st? Does it feel like there's more stuff going on right now? Does it feel pretty bad uh, because um, of the, the legalization of marijuana? Actually, I think at this point, it's a little too early to tell. Okay. Um, uh, to be perfectly honest, I, it could have an impact on it. I think it's that's one of those situations we're just going to have to wait and see how it impacts okay. because there's yeah. a lot of... Uh, drug trafficking that that is incorporated with the legalization of marijuana, which does increase the, the violent crime. So um, it's it, it's directly related. All right. Anything? Uh, yeah, absolutely. What about uh, youth? Uh, anything about uh, increasing number of younger people being involved in more violent crime? It seems like that's also been on the rise over the last couple of years, but specifically this year. Absolutely. There is a lot more young people. In fact, um, I think maybe uh, yesterday there was three kids, 14 and 15 years old, that were carrying guns, walking to an apartment complex, uh, just randomly shooting at building. Oh, there you go. Just randomly just uh, getting out their nine mils. Right? right. Yeah. So there is a lot of kids having guns. How to get them? I mean, the legalization of the, or the banning of firearms, that is never going to affect the gun crimes in Albuquerque. They don't get their guns from gun stores. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's, it's ridiculous to say, well, gee, if we ban this or ban that, it'll cut down crime. No, All right. Won't. Are you ready to come back in once a week and, uh, you know, hit, hit them straight, as they say, uh, out on the golf yeah. course? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. I'd love to get down there and uh, visit with you, and maybe uh, I'll put together a, a halfway decent report that I can let Albuquerque know what's been happening. In, there we go. Uh, I think uh, Thursdays, and maybe we can, uh, you know, do a little bit of a murder mic segment and have people send you money and uh, actually pay you for the good information. <laughs> Uh, well, I got a little store that I opened up, believe it or not. So yeah, I, how's, I that, little... how's that go? Look at you. Look at you getting all the entrepreneur. Yeah, look at Murder Mike. He's getting all entrepreneurial stuff. Making money. What's up, bro? Don't you know the money comes in on the first of the month? Oh, bro, you wait, you wait for it. Don't move. We'll be back. Huh? Beans and tortillas until the first of the month. All right. Yeah, we'll have you back in, I'm doing good. I got a little, like I said, I have a store over here on San Mateo and Copper. I'm selling uh, Huey radio equipment and collectibles. What? And, and then I live what? in the back. I literally, I, I, I bought you a little uh, two-way mic. Is that uh, that, uh, that two-way pretty good? You need to furnish me. You, I scratch your back. Why? I will furnish you with it, whatever you need. I want the real report. Are you kidding? I've never listened to one of those things. Alone will make me. I will, I'll just go to you if I need it. Uh, I'm. I'm too. It's so weird. That if I find something that I literally will not get paid for, I will not do it. It's so bad. It is at this point. Like, I, I, it's part of my old age. I'm like, no, hell no, and in no way. Like if I do you a favor, it is a. It's a giant favor. At this point, I think Dowd feels the exact same way. I think it's just part of getting older. And, and Eddie, in contrast, if I find an activity that pays me absolutely nothing, I run right toward it. So, you know, we, we, we balance each other off. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. Uh, subscribe yeah, at rockamtalk.chat. That's, uh, that's terrible. Um, we we got to, uh, we, we, your murder Mike t shirts, I still see people wearing them, believe it or not. 
I saw somebody... I've had a lot of people ask me about him. I'm yeah, a lot, it's and weird. I'm... A lot of people love that murder mic that was developed by the guy who hates me the most, Brian. He really hates me. <laughs> Tells me how terrible I'm personally am every day. <laughs> well, I've been staying with the station, even though I haven't been on the air, but I've been listening and I've been keeping up with you and you're doing the dynamite job. And, you know, yeah. I appreciate what you do. You've helped me out so many times that uh, you know, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate that. All right. Well, uh, we'll uh, pick up where we left off, uh, figure out the time next week. And, uh, boy, we've got Dinah back. We have, uh, you know, Murder Mike. We have everybody. Nobody ever really left. I just kind of got tired for a little while. And I need I need my breaks. No, like a smoke break. I think people needed a break from the violence. You're hearing yeah. it every day, and it's, it got overwhelming. So too yeah. much violence. It's a good thing to... Too much violence in the society. All right. All right, Murder Mike, thanks for checking in. That's good to hear from you. Hey, yeah. thank you, Eddie. Be safe. I love... Take All care, right. bro. Um, I'll, be, I'll be safe. All right, there he is. There he is. He's still alive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Murders never... Wait, wait. Miracles never cease. Sorry. <laughs> I almost said, he almost said murders. Murders never cease. What was he saying? Uh, okay. Uh, finally, you know, it is really good to hear from him, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, I know a lot of we we always we never really lose touch with anybody. Uh, speaking of, uh, take a ride on us promo returns for the Albuquerque Pride Fest. Is the the Pride Fest going on this weekend? I hear Albuquerque is heating up this weekend. Yay! Take a ride on us. Promo returns for Albuquerque Pride Fest weekend. Uh, who's this reporter guy? Oh, my God. I got I to gotta play uh, this. Colton Shane. Shone, I think Colton his name is. Shone. Oh, my God. He's so cute. Hi, Colton. What are you doing? Colton, are you going to Pride Fest this weekend? You can save on gas and you can save. save you, you can kind of hear it right there. You can save on gas. It's Pride Weekend. Colton Chone. And the Take a Ride on Us program is back. And this campaign offers discounted Uber rides. All you need is the discounted Uber, code Uber Pride ride. 22. That code is good for $10 off a ride. You can use it for two rides. Take a ride on us goes through Sunday at midnight. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about old Colton there? Uh, 600 rides. You can take it right on us. June 12th at midnight. Between now and June 12th, participants can use code PRIDE22 to get $10 off an Uber ride. The code is good for two rides per person and can only be used for rides, not Uber Eats. Come on, people. Only for the rides. Albuquerque Pride Fest runs through Saturday and um, the event. Rides are at the center, including a parade. Ooh, a parade. Saturday. I love parades. In Nob Hill, more details are available at the Pride Fest website. Have you visited the Pride Web's uh, Pride Fest website there, D. Dad Muska? Oh, please don't, please don't. It's Friday. <laughs> I'm 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 looking forward to this to, to going swimming with the girls tomorrow. I I I can't do it. I can't do it on a Friday. <laughs> silver Pride, like the silver hair ponytail crowd. Silver Pride, a social event for LGBTQ seniors and allies. Allies. So I, I'm definitely not an ally. I'm not going to be included. Look at how far we're going to be marching. We're going to be heading all the way. Let's let's look at the map, so you guys can get a uh, wonderful free ride uh, from Uber. Uber is a very very oh look, the New Mexico Pride title holders. There they are. ABQPride.com. They look wonderful. Let's see. This year we're bringing you a full week of Pride. 
We're starting with our social events at the Orpheum Community Hub. It's going to be wonderful. These events are free to the public and provide a fun, safe space for different segments of our community. And our candlelight vehicle provides an opportunity for the community to gather and honor the Pride Parade presented by PNM on Central and Knob Hill. I'm funding this? You are. Yes, you are. Dowd. Uh, uh, in addition to our New Mexico Pride title holders, Albuquerque Pride will bring many local and national talents to the unicorn and rainbow stages. Pride Row celebrates all things Pride. The art show showcases amazing, amazing, like fabulous uh, local artists and the Kid Zone presented by HP. Mm. HP, PNM, all the woke corporations are all going to be there. there kids of Pride. Apparently, uh, Pride, Pride people can have kids. Kids of Pride. The Kids of Pride, free admission, fun and games, Tuesday, June 7th, uh, 4 to 8 p.m. at the Orpheum Theater. Completely inappropriate for children. Unbelievable. Uh, Eddie, it, the- what are you talking about, Dowd? You know, <sighs> we all love families. We all want to be together. And, you know, what they just really need is, you know, people to love and a family that wants them. Hey, you know, I'll tell you, I, I would. You sent it to me. What do you want me to do with that? I, I would be if 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 there was heterosexual day, I would I would say the exact same thing. This is that's that's a adult topic. It's not suited for children. Yeah. Uh, don't virtue signal. And listen, you know, there's a lot of people who are you know, very biblical, and I'm not bashing them, but they believe that you know God commanded you to go forth and multiply. And you're you're free to believe that. That's your religious belief. I would never do anything to infringe I on that. But then around Jesus's time, didn't you know that? Oh, oh. but they were just other places down. Okay. <laughs> Still, still waiting for the gospel of uh, the rainbow flag, I guess. We, we haven't unearthed that. That's, that wasn't included in the Nag Hammadi or the uh, Dead Sea Scroll findings. So no. <laughs> um, no, but it's just, it's, they, they, whether it's environmentalism, uh, sexuality, race, oh, they yeah. want your children. I'm sorry. I sound like a complete kook, but it's right there. It's right there. there, there. <laughs> I mean, we're coming for your children. There they are. Anyway. I don't know what else to say. There, there it is. Uh, Pride Fest. Uh, will Michelle Lujan Grisham, little, uh, little mommy midget, will she be there? Oh, she has to be there. She loves that. Oh, our governor is here, everybody. We can start the festivities. <laughs> There's a sale at Penny's. I'm sorry. I, it's old, old one, old one, old one. Right. What, what is that? <laughs> the um, remember the bald guy in the airplane where he would always do these over the top. R- ridiculous things, oh, yeah. and you know, oh, yeah. What's an airplane? It's like a, <laughs> know, it's a giant pill, and it's a giant aspirin with the <laughs> it's and it's goes, <laughs> it's, it's a big white thing with a red stripe. It looks like a giant Tylenol. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Will they ever stop? I'm already sick of Pride Day, but that's, that's well, that's folks. I, I will include this in the link. I mean, Eddie, these are promotional graphics here in. In, with children's stick figures and kids of wow. pride, free admission, fun and games. I mean, you, you read this stuff. I, uh. There it is. Have fun. Avoid it at all costs if you possibly can. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting for it. I've been prolonging it because sometimes, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. I I don't know what's gotten into me. I just don't want to do it lately. But then Dow's like, you do this or I quit. You do this. You do this bit. You, if you don't do this, Rock of Talk is gone for good. The people want this. The people. The people. The people, the people love it. 
Yes, the people love it. We have we have our gay mayor up in Española, and he got not anymore. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not here anymore. I don't know why. He like he cooks a mean bean burrito in a crazy enchilada. <laughs> the place blotter is published to give readers an abridged look at the criminal activity in their community and neighborhood. It is simply it is only. An illustration of what local law enforcement funded by taxpayers. Does anybody play ta- uh, pay taxes up in Espanola? Espanola, you got to look long and hard for a for, for, for taxpayer. Yeah, yeah is, there a, is, there, is there a single taxpayer in Espanola? Like, they know where to go to get the money, but I don't think that, that's really a taker community, not a maker community. <laughs> it is the black hole of this country. Booker T and the MGs, the little green onions there. The number from the number one radio station here in Albuquerque, Burke. I want to make this dedication to my my girlfriend Velma. I got so much love. I got mad love for you, dog. I'm sorry. So sorry. Espanola police officers. Okay, Awingate Tribal Police. Rio Riva County Sheriff's deputies or the state police responded to the following calls. 7:57 p.m. Santa Clara apartments caller said there are 10 to 15 people in the halls. Possibly doing narcotics. See, what's up there? 8.14 p.m. at Santa Clara apartment. Oh, we're back in Santa Clara apartment. <laughs> it's a problem property. Place? <laughs> Santa Clara apartments caller reported people are smoking narcotics in the hall. That's twice. I told you twice already. 1.04 a.m. A Santa Clara apartment seller said there are people in the hall smoking narcotics and being unruly. Ooh. That's the first time I've heard that on the blog. Three calls in one night. Three calls. And on top of that, they're using the word unruly. Hey, they're kind of being unruly over there. 5.03 a.m. A North Riverside drive caller reported there's a body under a vehicle. And she doesn't want to get near it. She could get germs. Police determined the man was stealing gas from the vehicle. Wow. Welcome to 1979, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's he doing? Is he like, you know, like pilfering it from the bottom of the tank? He's like, I brought my can opener to get some gas. Go get some gas out there. You gotta get the gasoline. You just pry it open the bottom and it just empty it into the pail. And then you can put it. We'll put a funnel. We'll find one of those funnels. We'll you know use a noose. We'll roll up a newspaper and pour it in there and then put it in your gas tank and you can get to work. I know you need the job. It's okay. Those white people, they're stealing everything. <clears throat> a North Riverside driver caller. There's a, oh, we got that. 4.18 p.m. A Santa Clara and Casino caller. said a bus driver flagged down a Santa Clara police officer to report a domestic occurring on the bus. What's a domestic? <clears throat> could be like literally any... Uh, romantic, like romantic, romantic I'm trouble. Putting a domestic on the bus. I don't know. It's it's domestic between a man and a woman. I think she's a Pride Month, six twenty four p.m. A County Road eighty seven in Chimayo. Caller said there are white supremacists in the area, and he's upset because no one is there to help him. We gotta get these white people out of here. We finally found the white supremacists. They're in Chimayo. Where they? <laughs> 12.06 a.m. A Wendy's employee said a drunk man is at the drive-thru carrying a bottle. Not asking for a Frosty. They have a mini Frosty still for a buck. 
Trabucky, I find four quarters. Do the laundry or do the frosty? Which one? Decisions, decisions. 11, 12 a.m. A county road, a three in Santa Clara, call a reporter. Her son punched her and drug her from the bedroom. Wow. That's violence. That's a domestic. When people went to the caller's house, no one would answer the door. Guess she didn't need the help. She don't need our help anymore. 3.52 p.m. A North Railroad Avenue caller reported her house was broken into and all her marijuana was stolen. <laughs> I don't think they're going to get it back for you. I... <laughs> How do I report he smoked $300 of my marijuana? He should get the chair. They're stealing that. 7.24 p.m. It's legal. A car lane caller said a man is in her backyard and refusing to leave. Nice. You got nice digs back here. This is nice furniture. I like this. This is, this rocks even. I like it. It rolls back and forth. Real nice. And it's kind of warm. The cushions, they don't get too cold and nice. I like it. 1.40 p.m. A Los Chama Valley supermarket caller said there's a naked woman in front of the store. Ooh, Lowe's. I like Lowe's. Chama Valley. I don't know where Chama Valley is, but Chama. The Chama. The, the Chama. Any... I feel like that's a word that you want to use for anything that's like the best. Mm -hmm. Like in, in Espanola talk is like, how good was that? It's Chama, bro. It's Chama, don't you know? All right, here we go. Sorry, I'm making up my own words now for Espanola. That's how Espanola, that's how Espa I am. <laughs> 8 or 9 p.m. A pathway shelter caller reported a man is disrespecting. He's harassing. He's mocking and yelling at her. Everyone yells up here. <laughs> Everyone yelling. Stop your yelling. Stop yelling at me. It hurts my ears. Plus, I'm kind of sensitive in my old age. <clears throat> 9.46 p.m. A Dollar General caller said someone with a dog chased him. He's requesting an ambulance. A second caller phoned and said a man ran through their property with a broomstick. <laughs> He's crazy. He's acting very crazy. I grab a broomstick. <laughs> you can do a lot of damage with a broomstick. Oh, well, doesn't the, don't the people at Las Vegas Robertson know? Guess, guess <laughs> a hazing incident with the broomsticks up there. They shut down the school. That's how our governor gets around on a broomstick. Sorry, hey, hey. Good one, Dowd. I see what I you did there. You know. Consummate pro. Fairview Elementary caller at 12.08 p.m. reported a first grader took a BB gun to school. He's going to take us out. Mass shooter. No, I'm not talking about the addicts up here. I'm talking about the guy with the BB gun. 11.42 p.m. Anojo Sarco caller said a man threw gas on the ground and set the grass on fire. Ooh. That's, that's real, bro. That's real. 7.24 a.m. El Eliano caller. Reported someone is in the wall of the trailer, and she also thinks there's rattlesnakes in the wall. <laughs> wow. There's no rattlesnakes in there. That's just a loose change in your pocket. No. Don't scare yourself. 12.58 a.m. A middle San Pedro road caller reported a man is on her front porch, knocking on the door hard. He asked her to use her phone, but she told him to leave. The police gave him a ride home because... He's afraid of the dark. It's a lot of danger out there. Well, everyone's afraid of the dark in Española. 4.15 p.m. San Pedro Shell call reported a man on a bus was touching her. Hey, it's kind of nice. You look good tonight. 
I just want to come in here and I just want to go ahead and Mira, look at you. Someone, someone should appreciate you. Look at you. You look good. You look good, girl. You look good. Dixon caller reported. There's a naked woman in her backyard saying she needs help because she's sick. Why? What is she doing in the backyard there? Two naked women and one police blotter. You know. Wow. New record. There it is. Is that is that a? Do we achieve? I think so. We'll she's go for three next week. Fine, bro. She's fine. Can't get enough of this. This is cultura, New Mexico, Nuevo Mexico, el corazón. Eight thirty-eight a.m. An old school road caller said a man has set up a tent in his yard. Why? I got nothing here for you, bro. We drink all the beers. Two cases before you left. Get the uh, people outside. They're, they're they're crying. They're laughing so hard outside my door over here. They're laughing. <laughs> they're laughing so hard when I'm talking. They have no idea, but they think whatever I'm saying in the studio is so funny. They're like sitting outside the door and they're like, it looks like they're crying. I'm not even kidding. 7:28 a.m. A peacekeeper's caller said someone is under a tarp behind the building. She wants them to remove now. Yeah, tarp, tarps are very big in Espanola. They are. Yeah. yeah. Get them at the Home Depot. They're like cheaper than tents. They hold up better. 1.35 p.m. A caller wants to show officers photos of people and all other officers that follow him. Wow. <laughs> Hate crime. Smart man. Defund. That's what I say. Defund the police, bro. Stop taking my cousin Beto to, <laughs> Beto to prison, bro. He's, he's a good man. Well, you guys are picking on him. 6.57 p.m. A private drive, 1318 in Chimayo, caller said her neighbor harasses her. She said he has a gun and shoots it whenever he wants. Harassment. 115, a caller requested a welfare check on a family on Eliano Road. The caller said his family is being held hostage in their home by a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee there was, you know, they're probably working in co cooperation. <laughs> a partnership there. 812 p.m., a Chama caller said a person is in a backhoe talking. Taking dirt from the construction site. Caller doesn't think the person is with the road construction crew. It's 8 p.m. Of course not. Way to go, Einstein. 8.28 p.m. Caller said a woman was released from the hospital and she's threatening him. He said he found her in the hospital parking. And she went inside and told security that the caller, he killed a lot of people out there. <laughs> You would have thought there'd be any other 911 calls. Besides where, where are the bodies? Where? <laughs> he killed a lot of people and then he ate them. Before you guys even got here, you guys are so slow. What do I pay my taxes for? <laughs> my parents are not proud right now. Just, they probably called all their family and friends like, hey, Eddie's doing it again. He's on the radio doing the blotter. <laughs> but he's like, no, we weren't very happy that you did that. But, but, but keep doing it. 2.37 a.m. and a private drive and Alcalde caller said she's warm. Yeah, I feel kind of warm. And feels like she's going to pass out. I don't know. I'm scared. It's spooky. My eyes are floating. 21-year-old woman said she drinks some 99s. It needs help. I don't even know what the hell. What's Me neither. I don't know. That's a new one. That's full bore. I got a 99. Oh, all sick. 
12.42 p.m. An all-subs employee said a man tried to pass a fake $100 bill. I called the police. Come New Mexico's very own George Floyd. You know? <laughs> He's a quadruple. He's a king tuple, George Floyd. That's, that's ballsy. That was real ballsy. 100 bucks for a couple of slush puppies and three chimmies? Come on, bro. You don't have to do that to us. We'd give it to you if you, if you were in need. I'm good, bro. I'll give it to you. 1.10 p.m., a car lane caller said people were push, pushing an ATV toward the back of the street and covering it with branches. Caller thinks the ATV might have been stolen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need Sherlock Holmes for that one. Right? Yeah, yeah. 8.46 p.m., a Santa Clara casino caller said he was in the casino and got hit in the head with a bottle. Wake up. You probably ran into the slot machine. I don't play the slots anymore. I told my wife. That's it. Cold turkey. I quit. No more butt ice. No more slots. 10.38 p.m. A Calle Chavez caller reported he got home and discovered his PlayStation is missing. <laughs> Which, what number? Is that the number two PlayStation 2? There are no signs of forced entry. He said he thinks his neighbor might have taken it because he said he's a dopehead. <laughs> he probably sold it for that. Well, what's a PlayStation worth on the street? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What's, a, yeah, what's the street value of that? A Cubero court caller said the neighbors are singing karaoke and it's been going on for long enough. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> Fourth bedtime. Fourth bedtime in northern New Mexico. And finally, a caller reported a caller. A car was tailgating him. And when he moved over to let it by, I, hey, I'm letting, I tried to let him by. The driver pointed a gun in the air. How dare you let me by? There it is, the Española police squad. All right, turn it down. Give the you. people what they want. Give the people what they want. We'll just give you what you what you need. You need <laughs> you need uh, your you need your, I need my fix. I need my sofa fees. I need my stuffed sofa, and I need my española police blotter. Uh, one one item, Eddie, uh, yes. did not make it. Um, this wow. is six 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 thirty two p.m. An officer stopped to check on a man carrying tools. He wanted to make sure they were not stolen. Now, um, I'm a libertarian. I'm a civil libertarian, but. If you're a cop and you're riding around Greater Espanol and you see a guy carrying tools, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm willing to yeah. just cut, cut you some constitutional slack on this. If you see people walking around that part of the state carrying tools, there's a good chance they are stolen. So I say good good on the officer on this one. Oh, boy. Booker T and the MGs and uh, all the Sherlock Holmes up in Espanola. <laughs> are they hiring, by the way? The Espanola. Is the force hiring in Espanola? I think the city itself, let me go check. They just had 16 applicants for the city manager position. Wow. Lots, lot of interests. A lot of, people lot of interest. Get, everybody just wants to be a boss, though. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So, all right, folks. Uh, let's hit the top of the hour news. Uh, third hour interview. We've got a, a surprise interview here. Dad will hang around for that if he likes. And uh, we'll have a little bit of fun. And I don't know, do a little bit more radio here for the uh, wrapping up of the week. And then, of course, I'll kick things off with uh, reading your wonderful text and uh, all the contributions here on the Kiva on AM 1600 KIV Good to talk to murder. Mike glad murder. Mike is still above ground and walking around uh, for now. So we're going to have him in the Kiva once a week uh, going forward. So many of you have asked about him and we appreciate your concern and your thoughts about him. He was always been a very good part of our show in 2021. So we'll bring him back at least once a week and see what goes on. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And as always, download our app at abq.fm.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899 899- Do you worry about the next market crash devastating your retirement? What if you could secure your lifestyle with the highest guaranteed lifetime income and never worry again about running out of money? I'm Michael Trujillo, host of Your Money Matters, on Saturdays at 1130 a.m. on the Rock of Talk. Visit safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information to get your free retirement report and listen to us on Saturday at 11.30 a.m. I don't want you and your family to suffer through another crash as so many have, so I'm giving a free personalized retirement report where you will see top-ranked strategies that pay you up to 40% more lifetime income than all regular plans. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information and listen to us on Saturdays, Your Money Matters at 11.30 a.m. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Get the Venturi Advantage today. The Venturi Realty Group's maximum marketing system is ready to get you top dollar for your home sale. That means the time has never been better to sell your home. When you choose the Venturi Advantage, you'll work with market experts who will work hard to get you the most. Their agents will go above and beyond to market your home, attract buyers, and work diligently to highlight all those hidden features about your home that you love. Don't miss out on this exciting time when Venturi Realty Group can help you maximize your home's value. And don't forget, they also offer a sell-as-is program as well as a guaranteed sold program. You're sure to find a Venturi program that suits your needs. Need a place to go after your home sale? Venturi Realty Group can help you find the perfect landing spot, not just in Albuquerque, but wherever you're headed. 
Unlock the true value of your home today with the top-rated number one team in New Mexico, Venturi Realty Group. Of course, an analysis of what your home could sell for in this market is always free. 505-448-8888. Get the Venturi Advantage today. That's 505-448-8888. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream, jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Three people were killed and four wounded after a shooting in a manufacturing facility in Smithsburg, Maryland, Thursday afternoon. The suspect has been identified as a 23-year-old male who is also an employee at Columbia Machine. A Maryland State Police trooper, after being shot, returned fire, ending the rampage. The unnamed suspect was hospitalized in unknown condition. Smithsburg is just an hour's drive northwest of Baltimore. A tourism helicopter from K&S Helicopters carrying six people crashed Wednesday evening in a Hawaiian lava field that was there on the Big Island. The 50-year-old male pilot and an 18-year-old female passenger were in serious condition following the crash. NHL playoff hockey continues Saturday evening. Tampa Bay Lightning at the New York Rangers. Tampa leads the series three games to two. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also getting 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan silver dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call 1-800-888-7630 and you are Guaranteed a new 99.9% silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with reorder. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. The Tunnel to Towers event in the Big Apple returned last weekend after two years after a two-year hiatus the tunnel to towers climb returned to one world trade center in new york city sunday with participants climbing 104 flights of stairs to honor the lives and sacrifices of 9-11 heroes during an interview sunday on fox and friends with participant iowa republican senator Joni ernst and tunnel to towers ceo frank siller Siller explains how long it takes participants to make the 104th story climb. It took the first part another t- uh, 15 minutes, so it was incredible. <laughs> but it takes most people about a half an hour or 45 minutes or some longer. It doesn't matter as long as they uh, finish it and they do it in honor of the person that they love. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. For more information, please visit us online at usaradio.com. Thanks for listening and a TGIF, my friend. We are USA Radio News.
Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. As the San Francisco district attorney was recalled and booted out of office for his soft-on-crime mentality, Los Angeles Deputy District Attorney Jay Sanna says the next recalled soft-on-crime DA will be Los Angeles's Gascon. His policies obviously are the cause of the increase in crime. He comes into office, he implements immediately some new policies, and crime has just gone through the roof. Uh, there's audio tapes of inmates um, saying they want to get his name mm-hmm. tattooed on their forehead. He calls uh, the, they refer to him as the champ, right? So he's the champ to criminals. They're toasting him in jail, and he's releasing all these violent offenders early or with, with no bail. And then he wants to blame old policy for the increase in violence. I think he's backed into a corner. He knows he's going to get recalled. And he's doing everything he can to point the finger somewhere else instead of taking responsibility. Sunday marks a new day for Russia's fast food lovers as former McDonald's restaurants will reopen under new branding and ownership. The relaunch begins on Russia Day, a patriotic holiday celebrating the country's independence at the same flagship location in Moscow, where McDonald's first opened in Russia in 1990. Here's a fact you didn't know. Australia is actually wider than the moon. TGIF, my friend. We are USA Radio News. Goodbye, Joe. Me gotta go, me oh my. Me gotta go, old be rolled down the bio. My Yvonne, the sweetest one, me oh my. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Jumbo line, a crawfish pine, a feely gumbo. Cause tonight I'm gonna see Mama Chazamio. Pick it tough, fill fruit jar, and be gay. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. 
I am Eddie Urgon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIV, com. the greatest, yes, Hall of Fame for country music, Hall of Fame for rock and roll music. He is Hank Williams and the original Never To Be Outdone and Have Big Fun, Full of Fun, Jambalaya. Oh, my gosh. All the good music uh, there, D-Dad Musk. Uh, nobody gets uh, much better than that. And uh, we're, I'm glad to introduce our third hour with the little Kate Joan. Boy, it's got to be hot there. It's hur- hurricane season down there. It, gets it is. Hurricanes, having some fun. Not a good time to go out in Nolens, but uh, out there having the jambalaya. I got to tell you, have you ever had a good bowl of jambalaya there, D. Dodd Muska? I don't think I've had jambalaya in my entire life. Oh, <laughs> now that I think of it, yeah. Oh my gosh! I've never been to New Orleans. I re- it's one of the few cities left in America I really want to go to. The cultural center of the United States, in my opinion, um, in so many ways: food, entertainment, music. Mr. Um, Gasson, I want to talk to Mr. Gasson down there. He knows who killed. He knows who killed Kennedy. You like that uh, that little <laughs> reference there to Kevin Spacey the other day? That was, uh, that was, that was like, <laughs> Yeah, Charleston, South Carolina. Like, yes, yes, sir. Well, we're going to have a, a little bit of fun here uh, with uh, Larry Marker, uh, elect 2022, the New Mexico Commissioner of the Public Lands. That's the first thing I think of with public lands is that's a lot of lands, and uh, that crazy woman on the fourth floor is trying to take it all back. Larry, welcome into the Kiva, sir. Glad to have you uh, here. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here. This is... Uh... This is really nice. It was a nice drive up today. Albuquerque is a real nice city. I haven't spent a lot of time here, but it's really nice. Not a whole lot of land here. We're contained. We got uh, Asleta to the south. We got Sandia to the north. We got Route 66 to the west. And we got uh, Sandia. We are landlocked, uh, as you know. I, I got to say, I love your... Uh, as soon as I heard him, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, yeah, I'm playing Jambalaya. <laughs> I missed this opportunity. Larry, where, where do you hail from? Uh, okay. where, do, where do you call home? Well, I was born down in Hobbs, and uh, we moved to uh, Roswell in 1972. I'm 58 yeah. years old, so I was in the third grade. We moved to Roswell. I was raised there. Worked all over southeastern New Mexico. I'm an independent oil and gas producer. Wow. Okay. Down in that area. So you're kind of saying that the money comes from the ground, and uh, we're, you're pretty good with uh, Eddie and Lee counties, uh, number one and number six oil production. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, yet uh, we've got the crazy governor up in uh, Santa Fe, and she has decided to go clean energy, what, independent, I guess she's calling it. Uh, but we know that we were energy dependent. We had the Keystone, the XL uh, pipelines. We got rid of that. Then, of course, you know the rest of the story. Uh, 10 mile radii uh, being cut off, uh, of course, in Chaco Canyon. But I got to I got to tell you, Larry, there's a there's a lot here to uh, talk about. Uh, this is an important job that you want here in 2022. Yes, sir. It is a, it's a really important job. New Mexico, the public land in New Mexico is actually called state trust land. In New Mexico, the state trust land was nine million surface acres, thirteen and a half million subsurface acres. The uh, the state land commissioners that's kind of the, the name we call it, actually. Technically, the position, and on the ballot, the, the position is called the New Mexico Commissioner of Public Land. But the state land commissioner is is responsible for the management of all of our state trust land. The uh, job description of the land commissioner is to uh, generate as much revenue as possible while preserving the land for future generations. The uh, it's, it's a pretty simple job description. We've, we've gotten way away from that right now. New Mexico actually is the second largest producer of crude oil in the entire nation. Isn't that incredible? Why, why, why isn't that a, a commercial at every break in, in, on TV and on radio? 
I, I agree with you 100%. New Mexico does lead the way. We've got a lot of the Permian Basin down in southern New Mexico, and a lot of the, the wells that I have, they're, they're marginal wells. We call them stripper wells. You know, they're at the end of their life. They make between one and two barrels a day. Some of them make 10 barrels a day. But your, your bigger, deeper wells that the big boys are drilling, those are bringing a lot of income to the state right now. But we actually built most of the money that comes off public land goes into what we call the they call it the permanent fund, the land grant permanent fund. Yeah. Not, yeah. That's actually a sovereign wealth fund. Yeah. We're, we're big. We're big in that category, aren't we? I mean, yes, sir. We, yes, sir. we carry, uh, we, we, uh, we, we punch above our weight, so to speak, as they might say down in uh, Roswell. <laughs> That's exactly what we say. New Mexico actually has the third largest sovereign wealth fund in the entire nation. We trail Texas is second and Alaska's first. We actually were 29th in the world. We have a 29th largest sovereign wealth fund in the world. Unfortunately, in New Mexico, we got the third third largest sovereign wealth fund in the nation and the third highest poverty rate. I, what are we doing with all that money? Where's it going? We, is it up our nose, uh, out our butts? Where's it going? I, I'm not sure where it's, where it's going. A good portion of that, there's 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 two sovereign wealth funds that the, uh, the, the land commissioner actually puts money into the state land, puts money into the uh, land grant permanent fund and the severance tax permanent fund. The money on the land grant permanent fund that comes from non-renewable resources, your, your, your extraction industries, you know, oil and gas, mining, things like that, that goes into, uh, that gets invested. The money made off those investments goes to the beneficiaries, beneficiaries of the education of the state of New Mexico. We have a lot of money to educate the people in the state of New Mexico. Unfortunately, we're not doing that great of a job. We, we both know we're like 50th or 51st or something yeah. in those categories. The uh, state land commissioner is also on the state investment council. He gets to help determine where that money is invested and what companies are in charge of investing. You could imagine the uh, that amount of money, that, that is a huge responsibility state land commissioner is a very critical job. A lot of people have never even heard of the state land commissioner. I, who, who, I is, who is our state land commissioner? <laughs> Go ahead. Boo. Boo. Stephanie Garcia. Yeah. Richard. Yeah, we're going to talk about this for a moment. Uh, she, she tried to stand up in front of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's house. And you, uh, I think this is the good intersection for all of this. I don't know that anybody knows any of this. I feel like. I'm talking to myself and all this. Uh, I certainly wish that more people would understand that the reason why, you know, one uh, <clears throat> one uh, young, strange pedophile by the name of Jeff Epstein, the reason why he is here is for the very thing that you're talking about, uh, which was the Sovereign Wealth Fund. Are you aware of that, Larry? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that Sovereign Wealth Fund does invite a lot of corruption into the state of New Mexico. Yeah, well, he was there to manage it. Uh, client number one for Bear Stearns, of course, was uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And you know, people don't want to much pay pay attention to that. And then, of course, it was uh, Stephanie Garcia Richards, along with Hector Balderas, uh, who uh, said that they were going to seize his ranch. Never did so. Uh, never did a single darn thing about it. Um, oh, Hector did donate $100,000 to a flailing, uh, a, uh, a, a, what was his name? Uh, Brian Colon, his campaign, but uh, hasn't done much uh, beyond that. So, Larry, I think we need a guy like you, and I think... The uh, party affiliation is kind of important here, but you don't think so because you're running as an independent. This might be a good thing. You you you, you want to run as an independent, and uh, you are trying to get the number of, which is the reason why you're here on this air, is we want to get you on the ballot to get the number of nominating petitions to get you qualified for the ballot. 
Yes, sir. As an independent candidate, I've been a conservative my entire life. I am a Christian, and I've been a conservative my entire life. The state land office needs to be run independently, and it needs to be run free from partisan politics. I need to gather up 14,000 signatures. I, I realize the primary is over, and everybody thought that we would get a break, but we really don't because I've got to get 14,000 signatures uh, by June the 30th. I've got to be in the Secretary of State's office on June 30th with all of my signatures. We're, uh, we're hitting it pretty hard right now. The primary is over. I'm kind of the only game in town. As, as an independent, like I said, I do not do not participate in the primaries. So the signature, I'm actually being nominated by the citizens of the state of New Mexico. It doesn't matter what party you're in, uh, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever, you can still sign my nominating petition. To get a hold of a petition, just go to LarryMarker.com. I'm sorry. You'd think I would know how to talk by now. But anyway, you go to LarryMarker.com. No, if there's anybody that knows how to talk, Larry, it's you. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had that accent. So you're, you're doing just fine, sir. Just uh, keep, I, I, I even played it. a song for you rolling out here. LarryMarker.com. Yeah, there it is. Go to LarryMarker.com. There's a place you can download the petition. You can download that petition, print it out, and sign it, and you can scan and email it back. You can take a picture of it with your cell phone. Uh, text me the picture. If you uh, if you'll text me your email address, I'll send you a document that you can actually e-sign. You don't have to download anything. Then I can just send you the document as long as I identify the fields and know the the email address. I can do that. We've got to get these signatures. If everybody I knew just picked up two or three signatures or sent an email to somebody else saying, "Hey, sign sign this petition for this old boy," sounds like he he'd do us a good job. One thing's for sure, I am going to work my tail off. I'm this is probably the only job in New Mexico elected elected job that I'm qualified for. I don't have to serve at the, uh, at the uh, pleasure of the governor and my budget actually comes from the uh, money that we make on our state trust land is state maintenance fund is what that is. So I don't, I don't have to beg anybody for my budget or get my budget approved or things like that. And I don't have to, I'm not going to be beholden to either one of the parties. The only people I've got answered to is the citizens of the state of New Mexico and Jesus Christ. Everybody else needs to kind of go pound sand. Wow. So, I don't know about you, uh, Dowd. I'm ready to vote for Larry Marker. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. So, That's what you, uh, you, 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 uh, you walk, you talk, you act. Uh, I don't know that anybody's ever said, I'm going to go work my tail off. And yes, uh, I don't have anybody I need to please, but. You know, the job, uh, the citizens of the state of New Mexico, and, of course, Jesus Christ. This is pretty awesome. Uh, so uh, how did you get into this position? How did you decide to want to run for this? And this is pretty awesome. Larry. Well, for the last four or five years, being an independent oil and gas producer, and actually the, the state of New Mexico is, has, has determined that it's not it's not their desire to have the independent oil and gas producers. Okay. What, what they've done is they've basically declared war on the independent oil and gas producers for for environmental reasons or just basic basic so war has been uh, declared upon you and nobody else stepped up to the plate so you're like you know yes gosh darn it i gotta head up there and step up to the plate yes sir so for the last several years i've studied a lot of law i've i've had some uh citizens petition for grand jury i've attempted to do some referendums on some of the mm. some of the abortion laws that have been passed i've yeah. gone to court i've spent more time in court in the last five years than most lawyers i've got but never but never for a dui and never for uh no you know, no, you know. no 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 i don't have no, any no touchy feely stuff <laughs> out no, there no, no touchy feely stuff there we no, go. It, all right it's all it's all civil there's 
there's some uh there's some state officials that would love to touch me with a baseball bat yeah. in the back of the head. Well, well I'll tell you what, that's when it'll stop being civil. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. We don't we don't need uh, our good guys uh, being touched. Uh, yeah. And you got a good team around you. You got a couple of good guys uh, here. We got Josh who just ran for sheriff and he knows more about the uh, he practically I think he was there at the founding of the constitution. He may have actually written. I think Dow did, did we determine if we have a photograph of Josh? Actually, yeah, he he proofread it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he sat for a portrait, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him wigs too. I don't want him wigs. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then we got we got Pablo Martinez here. He's an activist from down up from up in Gallup. Gallup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Old, got uh, a, there's a lot of solid activists. You got Sarah Smith over in Las Cruces. She's a big supporter. Yeah. Stacey Walkowitz, you know, and her sidekick, Jesse James Gomez from down in Roswell, the Concerned Citizens for New Mexico. Great bunch of people there. Gretchen Coulter over in Lee County. I tell you what, New Mexico, we need to be the – we've got the people, and these people are learning. We're going to be the shining light on the hill someday. We're going to – people are going to look at New Mexico and say that's what we want to be. All right, let's outline everything because we've got a, a lot of work in front of us. You're trying to get uh... – 14,000 signatures. Wow. I, I need to get 14,000 Do you signatures. plan on, I just want to say, do you plan on doing anything else uh, until these signatures get done? Uh, no, sir. I'm going to, no, just drive a lot. I got to cover a lot of country. Like I said, yeah. I'm counting on, I'm counting on people to. Uh, How about heading to the Pride Fest this weekend, getting uh, these <laughs> signatures? You got to go ahead and make people sign this thing. I'll be at the, uh, I'll be at the Santa Fe, the oh, Santa okay. Fe rally Got tomorrow. It. Pablo's right. going to make me a note here and tell yeah. me what it's called. All right. I thought we were going to go. And to then the there's a uh, meet the candidate of it tomorrow at, okay. at a pizza place. And Pablo should be telling me the name of the pizza place. Okay. Uh, so LarryMarker.com, folks, um, I'm going to tell you something. This yes, is sir. not going to be easy. I don't expect you to succeed. I'm just going to say that right off the bat because this is a lot of signatures. Yes, sir. Yes, and I've sir. gathered, I literally gathered 3,000 you know, with the help of a radio station, 3,100 and some odd signatures, you know, without blemish, but that was using a radio station. Yes, sir. So we've got a lot of work if you're going to get into this position. And uh, who's the Republican candidate for the commissioner of public land? Uh, a gentleman named Jeff Bird. He's on the PRC right Jefferson now. Jefferson T. Bird. Yes. Yeah, my, yeah uh, Jeff has ran quite a few times for a number of different things. He's a hell of a nice guy, but... Uh, yeah, we've got to we've got to win this. And, yes, sir. Um, we we've got to get a hold of this position. The environmentalists have basically captured our state land office. They're looking at moratoriums on on production and things like that. Uh, we definitely we definitely have to get a hold of this position again. Go to LarryMarker.com. Yep. Download the petition, sign it, email it, text it, however you can get it to me. Send send a copy of it to all of your friends. If you're if you're making dinner, print out a petition and don't let anybody eat dinner until they sign the petition. There you go. Just what whatever it takes. Uh, you can email it to friends at larrymarker.com. Just go to larrymarker.com on the website. I'm going to give my phone number out too. My phone number is five seven five nine one zero zero three zero zero five seven five nine one zero zero three zero zero. Let me say it a little easier for you. Five seven five nine ten zero three hundred. Yes, sir. That's five seven five nine ten nine ten zero three hundred. One more time. Text immediately. Get this petition. Print out fifty. Whoever is listening to this, um, you know, I think we can probably get you somewhere between five hundred to a thousand petitions on this uh, interview. We've got to do a hell of a lot of follow up. Right now, people feel dejected. They don't feel inspired. 
They don't feel like they can change a whole lot. They don't feel like their voice matters. Uh, we had a lower turnout than what needed to be, I think. And we ran, we're essentially running the same candidates we ran 2020 in the Republican Party. You're running as an independent, so I like to see this. Yes, sir. And I think that this is uh, this is very good. We're, we're up against it, especially when it comes to the land office. So much uh, uh, control, uh, so much influence, yet we have, when's the last time that we've actually controlled this? Uh, office. I think that would might have been Aubrey Dunn. Would be about the last time. The first two years of Aubrey's office, he did of Aubrey's uh, administration. He did pretty good. The last two years, it got it got pretty weird. Yeah, didn't he like flip? I think he flipped parties in the middle of all this stuff. So. I don't know if he hit yeah. his head or what. I'm not sure what yeah, happened. I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you, he was going to run as a Republican when, and that was actually one of the deciding factors. A lot of guys that are supporting me. Second, they heard he was going to run. They started calling me. My nickname is Lead. Most people call me Lead. My name's Larry Marker, but most people call me Lead. It's the same huh. guy. Where, how'd that come? How'd that come about? When I was a baby, I was really fat and I was heavy and I was heavy as lead. But then I got real sick and skinny. And out throughout school, I was real sickly and skinny. I'm bigger now, obviously, and doing a lot better. You know, actually, hadn't been sick in a long time. But anyway, but I stayed dense, so that's why I'm. Wow. Yeah, that's I'm pretty quite, dense. That is uh, as good of a nickname story as I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> That was lead. Uh, then became Flacco. What's yeah. up, Flacco? How's it going? Yeah. Put some meat on those bones. Yes, sir. Uh, anyway, I got older and got some meat on my bones. And, yeah, I stayed dense, though, you know. So. And a lot of people spell it L-E-D, and that's okay if they spell it like that. Then I know they got good taste in music. So. Oh, wow. That was that was insightful, there. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go to LarryMarker.com. Good stuff. Down, uh, download the petition. Let's uh let's take this position back. I, I can promise you I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a hand. I uh I'm very I'm qualified to do this job. I've got a lot of great ideas. I'm really excited about the position. I know what it's gonna take to get the job done. Uh and we need a fighter in this office. Actually, we need to be electing fighters, I think. We've elected enough nice guys and enough compromisers. We basically compromised our way of life right into oblivion. Uh our our way of life is threatened in every way possible. And, and you're I, now in Roswell? Yes, sir. I live in Roswell. I live just north of Roswell. Yes, sir. How did it force the July festivities out there, Larry? I mean, are you a believer? you believe? Um, Come on. <laughs> Give it to me. 47, summer of 47, uh, yeah, the crash. Yeah. You know, that, that brings a lot of money into Roswell. A lot of people believe in it, and, and yeah. that's okay. You know, I, yeah. I, I think that's fantastic. I'm, I'm not going to rain on anybody's parade on that when they – it, it's it's interesting. It it brings a lot of lot of notoriety to Roswell, and that's okay. You know, I, I would rather be known as something else. But that's so if sad. I told you I was a believer, you're not going to frown on me, are you? No, no, oh, not okay. at all. Yeah. Not. I mean, there everybody's got their deal. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I love that. Oh, yes, sir. Good. Yeah, Roswell uh, been tough. Uh, the uh, little little uh, I don't know mini meanie. Uh, up on the fourth floor, decided to have her shindig for the Democratic Party down in Roswell. Yeah. That's sort of like uh, sort of crapping on the, uh, you know, I don't know what, what else to say, but that, that was, coming into yeah. your territory and then dividing Roswell three ways. That that ain't so nice, huh? Yeah, actually, I, right, what, what which district do you live in in, in the city of Roswell? Well, that, that, that's a sore subject because I was I was one of the precincts that got moved up to actually my. My senator's going to come from up from Albuquerque up here. Oh, you're CD1, huh? Yeah, I'm CD1. I'm I actually, I filed a motion to intervene in that case, and I was in that case with the Republican Party there in Lovington over in the, the 
fifth judicial district. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the judge decided I was, he probably didn't want to hear me argue in court. Because <laughs> you sound so damn handsome and good. Well, that's yeah. why. But well, like, the voice like that, you should just be doing all the top of the hour broadcasts for us. You know, <laughs> tell people right now, I want you to tell people right now to listen to the Kiva. How do I tell people listen to the Kiva? You just Go tell ahead. them how you how Larry Market tells them you'd be a good hand if you listen to the Kiva. It'd be well, a good... well if, you, if you listen to the Kiva, I guarantee you're going to be informed and uh, and you're you're going to know what's going on. You're going to know the truth about what's going on. That's sure. I don't know. That's why. <laughs> See, you would have been so influential. Like hordes of people would have ended up uh, getting behind you. So they tried to shut you out of court. Well, actually, they uh, they booted me out. We actually. What happened is they kept recusing. The judges started recusing themselves, but they were waiting like 20 days to recuse themselves. So I thought, you know, I've seen this game before, so I'm going to excuse one of them. So I excused one of them after he got appointed. He got appointed or he took the job. Basically, he got appointed. And then uh, he didn't do anything within 10 days, like set a hearing, and they were just trying to run the clock out. So I said, you know what, if he doesn't do anything in 10 days, I'm going to file a notice of excusal because as, as a, a plaintiff and an intervening plaintiff, you actually have the, the ability to do that. So I did that. They replaced him, and then they figured out, you know what, these people figured out what we're doing. So every seven days, they started recusing themselves. Well, we got to our 14th or 13th judge, and finally the lawyers that the Republicans hired, they got a hold of the Supreme Court and said, hey, you got to do something. Well, by then it was too late to do anything. So we ended up with these three with these three funky redistricted maps that we have. I'm I'm basically in, in CD one, like you said. <clears throat> they split Roswell right down the middle. So our community of interest is 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 torn asunder, so to speak. Anyway, right before the hearing, the judge tossed me out because what I'm afraid is gonna happen is the Republicans are gonna lose heart. There's a surprise. The Republicans are going to lose. Are going to lose hard. I, I, I felt that that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to they're going to drop the case because they're going to say they're out of money or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then if I'm not there as an intervening party, then the deal's over. While I was there as an intervening party, they couldn't they couldn't uh, drop it because I would have had it on my own. I could win that case. Honestly, could the lawyers that the Republicans had can win it too. It's just, uh, this is New Mexico, and I don't know everything that goes on. I just know that I need to be elected as, yes, as you the do. state land commissioner. Yep. Yes, sir. I, w I want my land commissioner to walk and talk to town just like you do, sir. And in all seriousness, uh, I appreciate uh, you deciding to go and throw your hat in the ring. Let's get this man some signatures. Let's help him out. All you have to do is go to LarryMarker.com. That's LarryMarker.com. And get that petition. Get it signed. Go do something useful with your time. If you're going to go to church, don't tell me you didn't carry a petition where you can get 25, 50 people to get it signed. He's got to get 14,000 plus signatures. Uh, that is not a small task. It's that never been done. It's actually never been done in New Mexico. Yeah, I doubt it has because it is not a small task. Uh, what about these churches? They're going to be uh, opening the doors for you, getting you in? I'll tell you, the Legacy Church has always been real helpful. Okay, good. Yeah, yes. he's a good guy. I know him well. So there uh, down go. there in Roswell, that church on the move, that's not the church that I go to, but the church on the move down there has always been real supportive. Okay. And tomorrow, i got to mention this again, or Ali's going to smack me, Ali Aningama here in Albuquerque. <laughs> I don't know how to say her last name. She's going to slap me now. I, 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 I think it's Ali Enema. There, well, yeah. Oh, Ali now I'm really in trouble. What? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, what did I say? 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 She's listening to this, too. I am no, in trouble. She ain't okay, listening to this. That's all right. She's got to meet the candidate event 
And it's oh, probably nice. going to be beat the candidate event tomorrow. Oh, she'll at, be fun. She'll at be the good. Village Pizza Inn Corrales at, in Corrales at 430. Uh, anyway, I appreciate as many people as possible coming by and signing that sucker. That'll save you th- the trouble from having to uh, to download it and all that. I would appreciate when it. When I big- run for mayor of Albuquerque again, if I ever do that, I'm going to run out there myself. I'm just looking for someone to sign. Why don't you put on there? Why don't you put your John Hancock on there and sign that sucker? Can you imagine? I want you to say that. I'm just going to run a commercial that says it just like that. Yes, sir. Well, we'll that's good that. stuff. I love you, man. You're 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 new, and I feel like God. You're just like I don't know, Larry. You just uh, immediately, as the moment I heard your voice, I, I knew that dad has got to be enjoying this interview as much as anything on the I think he's enjoying uh, I love it a lot. His Espanol Espanola police blotter. Right? <laughs> I love it a lot. I want to ask our, our future candidate here a question Eddie if I if I can. Um, uh, you got the you got the t- you got the floor. I, I just love to hear from an independent oil man because there's this ridiculous notion that people have and it's spun by liberals and idiots and people and so-called environmentalists that you know big oil controls everything in the oil and gas and big crazy uh, greedy big big oils to blame for your high gas prices. The independents in this country, and I'm just looking at their their latest study on this. So we're talking about the ind- large independent, mid-sized independent, smalls, uh, not Chevron, not Exxon Mobil, not BP. They actually produce 83 percent. Uh, of the oil production in the United States, and I think something close to 90% of the natural gas in our country. And I just, could you talk a little bit about the the, the independent oil industry and, and what you folks do and the vital role you play? Uh, you guys aren't the villains here. You guys are actually heroes. Yes, sir. And in New Mexico, especially in New Mexico, this, uh, the sovereign wealth fund that we have, it's always been, it's always been big, but we built that basically on the, on the backs of, of the independent oil and gas producers for years and years. I'm, I've known a lot of hardworking men in my life. I've done a lot of different things, but I promise you the independent oil and gas producers are some of the hardest working men and women I've ever met. The, uh, New Mexico, when, when the United States was energy independent, crude was between 55 and $65 a barrel. We can live on that. We can live on that quite well, actually, if we could get a handle on the regulatory, the regulatory climate we have in New Mexico. Well, independents are happy at 55 to $65 a barrel. We can make a living at that. And when, when we were in control of the price, because in, in the United States, we're a capitalist, we control the price with supply and demand. It's, it's, pretty, it's capitalism, supply and demand. Pretty basic stuff. Well, now that we're not in control of the price of oil with with market and the, of of supply and demand, crude's one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel. All you had to do to destroy the independent oil and gas producers is do exactly what they did. You place a moratorium on drilling on the federal land and production on the federal land. You start slow walking all of the permits. You start slow walking basically everything on state and federal land. And then pretty soon you're going to have guys like me going out of business. These people have basically destroyed everything I've built in my entire life. At one time I was making between 110 and 120 barrels a day. I'm down to about making three barrels a day. And it's all I can do to put enough gas in this little car I bought to run around, to gather up enough signatures because I figured I want these people, once I get elected, I want them to look at each other when they're cleaning out their desk, and I want them to say, you know what, that's one bunch of people we probably should have left alone, and in particularly that guy. 
<laughs> so, uh, th- this is this is a crusade. Not only am I, you know, there there is some 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 personal issues here, but I'm looking at a whole industry, and I'm looking at thousands of people that are losing their way of life. And if, if you look at the bigger picture, and I don't believe I'm exaggerating, it's not just the small independent oil and gas producers or the mediums that we're trying to put out of business. It's all small businessmen. The United States is changing and it's changing drastically, and we are losing our way of life. Yeah, maybe people don't think the state land commissioner can do a lot, but I promise you I can do a lot with this, with this position, and I will stand my ground. There is no doubt. Never, never ever doubt that I, that I won't stand my ground. If somebody's qualified to to be a city councilor, to be a school board member, whatever they're qualified to do, let's go do that. Because I really don't believe. I pr- there's probably five. Uh oh. You okay? Uh oh, something happened here. Okay, can, can you hear me? Okay, I get it. We can hear you fine. What what happened? Okay, things started sounding different. I thought oh, I lost yeah? everything. Yeah, my cell phone does that to me a lot. Isn't that strange? <laughs> it's the five G. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, or the UFOs. It's yes, one sir. Or the other thing. Anyway, I kind of lost my train of thought there, and I got a little bit off on a rant, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no issue. I, I, I just, uh, Eddie, the, 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 I think what people might not get here is when, when you have uh, the state that is the second leading producer of crude uh, and has just experienced phenomenal growth, you know, in, in the fracking era. Uh, the data I've got is this is a little old, but I think the numbers are pretty, still pretty close. Uh, almost one in three, right around one in three barrels of oil in New Mexico, this is 2015, was produced on the state land, and about uh, a little over 20% of our natural gas was produced on state land. You're not just talking about when you're mismanaging this important office, when you're slow walking permits, and of course the feds do that too, but because New Mexico is the player that it never was before, number two in our country now in terms of producing oil, uh, you get somebody in that office who actually is not trying to destroy the oil and gas industry, somebody who's going to, while still doing the regulatory stuff and you know not, let, not letting anyone run wild, but uh, you know give these guys as much opportunity, as much freedom as they can to produce this oil, uh, you're talking about potentially having an impact on the international oil market. That's how big a player the United States is, and New Mexico is such a big player uh, in, in terms of our, our national production, this is this office is not just important for New Mexico. This office is important, literally, for the world. And and you're exactly right. New Mexico, the oil and gas producers in New Mexico are a target because of of the amount of oil and gas that we produce here. That is why we're a target. Right now, the state of New Mexico has drawn about 120 million dollars a month off of our state trust land. We should be drawn two to 220 million think what the state how much different the state of new mexico would be if we actually promoted and supported our mining industry if we promoted and supported our oil and gas industry all of our extractive industries i'm saying with the technology that we have now and and what we know about how to produce oil and gas how we can do a good job at how we can be clean our mining industry is the same way the state of new mexico has basically destroyed our mining industry we're, we're running backwards, and for whatever reason, I don't know. I guess at the altar of, of environmental religion, well, I really have no con- idea. It's just being controlled by Washington, D.C. I mean, we do their bidding. Uh, Deborah Holland, you know, while everything was burning, I think she was probably talking more about, you know, restoring what uh, the murder rates uh, for Native peoples. And the uh, number. I mean, it's just very interesting that the angles that they take on anything. The, commis- the commitment to 2045 ETA. You know, that was straight out of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's playbook. 
you know, these are things that they are running from the federal government. And then, yes, of course, sir. you know, the Department of Interior directly handed off, uh, you know, to Deborah Holland. We, of course, had Manuel Lujan back in the day. You know, I think we are a, a bit of a Petri dish. And if we don't fight back, if we continue to just sort of lay down for all this, as you know, I mean, how easy is it to go across the border in southern uh, New Mexico to straight across to Texas and still drink from the uh, same milk, uh, oil milkshake that's down there and then just move. And you know that uh, two counties, both Eddie and Lee counties, have both lost population over the last year and a half. They just don't have to put up with it. They won't put up with it. And uh, they love New Mexico, but nobody loves New Mexico so much as to tolerate the level of insanity of the policies uh, that have been coming uh, with this, uh, quote-unquote, green new energy deals that have been coming. And then, you know, our commitment to, you know, not having a carbon footprint and, you know, other sort of ambitious things while well, our people suffer yeah. is just ridiculous. Well, people Mexico, need to understand oh, that sorry. education yeah. is paid for by your industry. Your oh, industry yes, directly pays for everything. I mean, yes, you're, you're probably personally funding probably, you know, a few hundred uh, kids on your own uh, here to get educated <laughs> in the state of Mexico. I hate to say it, but that's, uh, that's probably true. This is just absolutely ridiculous what we've done. And we punish people who do well we punish wealth we punish uh I, you know there's a we certainly have a high level of racism here in our state and let's not forget that we also punish people that have anything to do with the oil and gas industry in the state uh, as well so it is uh this unending thing that they have done on the left heinrich holland uh, uh, michelle Lujan grisham have all been leading the charge here in the state and we've got to do something to stop it and certainly the republicans haven't done everything in their power to stop it i, I did forget to uh to let people know that along with when they sign my nominating petition, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to mention this a while ago. A lot of the people that are working for me, out gathering signatures and stuff. They won't let me pay them. So what I came up with is I came up with an idea to have a participation award drawing. Oh, wow. Okay, what is that? <laughs> Who wins this and what do they get? Okay. Anybody that signs a nominating petition or provides five signatures. If, if you sign the nominating petition, you're eligible to win this participation award. It's, I've got two awards. Non-monetary, non right? Well, one of them's $1,000 cash, and that, yeah. that is legal. Is it? Yes, sir. And then oh, okay. uh, the other one is a 30-30 lever action Henry rifle. Oh, I'll, <laughs> yes, take, I'll take that all day long. Yeah, the reason I did the 30-30 thing is that's the play on the – see, the state of New Mexico has jumped on the federal government's 30-by-30 30 30 initiative to okay. uh, to remove 30% of our land and take it out of take it out of circulation. Anyway, thirty thirty should be a caliber, and it actually is. Anyway, uh, you will be registered to uh, to win to win one of these awards as a participant. Anybody that, that gathers uh, that provides five signatures, an additional five signatures, they'll actually be entered again in in that award drawing. Let's run some ads for you. Let's get you on the station. Let's get you going and uh, get, keep our people motivated. Yes, we need uh, to so do that. So that we can do that because you've got a long way to go, and we got to throw everything we possibly can against the wall and if you got a little bit of funds to do that let's make that happen so yes, sir. uh larry marker uh you're a gentleman uh thank you sir for being here um i can't wait to see you get across to be the very first person to get on that state ballot this way and let's help them get it done i mean this is exciting i'm actually uh very encouraged uh, by the fact that you think you can do it and more importantly that there are other people who are uh, putting on events that think also that you can do it and that's important so yes sir. that's the start of everything larry marker thank you for being here the website larrymarker.com larrymarker.com that is one more time larrymarker.com 
Uh, 575-910-0300. 575-910-0300. You know, you're dropping your digits at the bar. Hey, why don't you give me a call at 910-0300. I know you probably never say it that way. And you're you're probably uh, happily married and uh, good guys. You don't have to worry about saying anything like that. So there you go. Uh, D-Dad Muscat, let's hit our top five, shall we, of uh, rockoftalk.chat. I'm going to keep uh, these guys in here uh, while they you read off your top five as found exclusively to the subscribers of rockoftalk.chat. Uh, yes, indeed, sir. Uh, you can, as, uh, Again, 20 cents a day, folks, rockoftalk.chat. You can get the Daily Blast loaded with information in your inbox seven days a week. Uh, most click number one was a great essay, Eddie, from the Brownstone Institute, an apology to the children of America. We oh. screwed up coronavirus so badly and caused you kids tremendous damage and we all you, you and i've known that for years wow. eddie but uh, more yeah. people are starting to, to realize that uh number two albuquerque raw the 76th homicide by their count uh in albuquerque uh, I'm, I'm sorry, 67th. I'm sorry, 67th. Um, a homicide at a party. Not a very happy party for the person who didn't, uh, who assumed room temperature. Uh, number three, uh, the Brits over there, there's so many good British websites. They are admiring America. They are admiring our Second Amendment. And the numbers are pretty clear. Black Americans are arming themselves legally, uh, probably because we have a tremendous crime epidemic in this country. And I think uh, law-abiding good black folks should arm, them, arm themselves just like the rest of us yeah. uh, are arming ourselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, number four, uh, City of Albuquerque, there's an art display, uh, uh, community members' reflections on the pandemic, what we lost during the pandemic. But Tim Keller, you're one of the people who caused all the pain during the pandemic, so maybe you should come forward and admit that. Uh, and number five, the Federalist, a great essay, gender affirmation for minors is child abuse, not treatment uh that's the most popular at the rock of talk uh, dot chat today ladies and gentlemen subscribe there you go folks we're gonna go ahead and delve right into a little bit of i won't back down and a little bit of crowd surfing a little bit at the university of florida the end of the third quarter if you ever pay attention to that thanks everybody for tuning in here back monday 4 p.m right nearly right here in the kiva am 600 kivabq.fm
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.